0: Well,
1: well, well, well. Oh, that's party.
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this fine radio program, podcast and video extravaganza known internationally Hi, Mom. as the world famous smoking and toastin'. Welcome to show number two hundred and sixty. That is That is uh,
1: actually so. After doing the math, I figured out that's actually slightly over halfway
2: to three hundred. Well, there you go. I'm pretty happy about it. We are are so thrilled to have you guys here for this show. No label is back, or at least they will be. Uh, (laughs) Tom Pater is uh, on his way into the studio. Uh, Whenever you're dealing with you know Houston traffic, you always uh, you always have a variable. You know, oh yeah, it's just one of those things. Uh, I I always I always tell
1: people when I'm supposed to show up somewhere, I will be there. Traffic permitting. Yes, yeah,
2: exactly. That's a good way to put it. So, anyway, Tom is on his way in, and I don't know what it is he's bringing because we had Tom on uh, recently. Just recently, yeah. yeah so. uh, but we told him, hey, when you got something new, let us know. And Tom uh, uh, reached out and said, I got something new, but I do not know what it is, so it'll be a surprise to all of us. I so love that. Look forward to that. Uh, welcome to the program. We are all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand rolled cigars. That's Our all show good is brought to you by MyCigarShirts. dot com. Also, all good things. Oh yeah! Great uh, t shirts and uh, sweatshirts and other accessories for lovers of the leaf and those who love them. And you'll find them on the web at. MyCigarShirts.com, because... Cigars. Yes, absolutely. Well, I want to say thanks to our guest from last week, uh, who also did had his own battle with uh, Houston Traffic, uh, Joe, Joe <laughs> Breda from Old Humble Distilling. And uh, he brought along their uh, brand-new small batch rye, which was, I thought, Fantastic, excellent. Yes. Yeah, I was I was kind of blown away by it, actually. Yes, quite good. Particularly... At the uh, retail price that they're going to have it uh, set at, which was I uh, th- was it under thirty dollars, thirty five dollars. It was, it, it was around thirty five, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Wow! Fantastic and 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 wondrous. Ian has brought the uh, the whiskey in uh, for this week. Uh, Ian, tell us what you got. I
1: want to tell you guys uh, if you guys didn't mm. go to the Houston Whiskey Social or now it's just the Whiskey Social. Yes. Uh, You really missed out, because when you get a VIP ticket for the Whiskey Social, Mm -hmm. you get a little slip of paper, and as you leave... You walk away with something, don't you? You walk away with a bottle. So I brought an example of that. This is one of the bottles that they gave away. That is beautiful. Now, I was not... At the end of the day, this is the Teeling. I mean, uh, so the tickets, like, I had some friends that balked a little Uh, bit at the price. They were $140 for VIP. Yeah, but I just walked away with... The Teeling Whiskey Small Batch Rum Cask Finish. Which I can't the wait to the try. Evening. Yeah. So, I mean, that the that plus the, the, <laughs> the what value. you got to enjoy the whole time you were there. So, yeah. it basically, I, I'm not sure what this bottle goes for. I'll look it up in a little bit. But uh, but in general, the bottles that they give away will cut your ticket price in half. Right.
2: If you just considered you were buying a bottle of whiskey. Exactly. So, it, that makes it... That makes VIP a better deal than the regular tickets. We yeah, pretty it. much. You know? Yeah. So <laughs> I uh, uh, apparently my tickets were pressed because I was not handed a bottle of whiskey on my way. Well, I brought this as an example of what they away. I want everybody yeah. to know for next year. That's a good-looking uh, uh, case. Of, is uh, the, the kind of
1: thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, 11, I haven't tried it yet. I, now see, I did not do the safety precautions like you do. Well, you know. Um, <laughs> I figured I could do this live. And, you know, with an element of danger, like we well, might. It, we <laughs> might. You know, cut my finger a little bit on the uh, foil here Mm -hmm. or uh, spill a drop of whiskey by accident because I haven't, you know, really cleared the neck, so to speak. Uh Uh-huh. But, uh, but the element of danger, I think, makes it a little more fun.
2: Well, I, and it might make the show, uh, you know, pick up more uh, listeners and viewers as well. That's because, right. Uh, because, <laughs> after all, <laughs> danger. Uh, they open danger. a bottle of whiskey. You yes. won't believe what happened next. <laughs> you could write headlines for BuzzFeed. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, welcome, as I said, show number 260. We'll be tasting that, and we'll be tasting, uh, I think, something from uh, No Label Brewing Company. I, I really hope he's brought a lot of beer, because I'm thirsty. Oh, I am, too. <laughs> so yeah uh, I didn't even think about a show beer. Do we yeah. have any left in the uh, fridge? There's one left, and I didn't drink it because one. I saved it for you, my friend. <laughs> one. That's, that's, and that's, I'm stuck here on a mic. I yeah. can't even go get <laughs> that's it. That's right. We don't even have the guest in the middle yet that I <laughs> can converse with while you're gone. Uh, now, um, so this week with uh, Tom Painter bringing the beers and with Ian bringing the whiskey, I thought, oh, I don't even have to uh, bring my little rolling bag full of things. You have no accountability right. left. Yeah, it was great. I just walked in, and then as I'm walking down the hall toward the studio... I realize my mistake. Dun, dun, dun. It, it also means that I didn't bring any cups for us to taste with. Oh. so well, I see you have a uh, so I, mix and match selection to go, of cups. I had to go into our uh, stash of cups here at the studio. Are those the ones with the little and, middle? Yes. So we'll be drinking out of one of three, because I don't think we've got enough of any of them to do the whole thing. One of three extremely janky cups. Let me, let
1: me see that. There's,
2: there's these. These are so stupid. I think we're... These are uh, made the, the for reverse, like so a, an Irish car bomb or yeah, something. An yeah,
1: Irish car bomb or one of those... Shots where you have one of those shots where you have the, the
2: outside and then some yeah, shot have in like, the middle. You have like a beer in the outside and a shot in the middle <laughs> or something. And I, I don't know. So, yeah, so that, so these, these are awkward, uh, but we have those. And then I have just some red solo cups left over from your unfortunately unsuccessful attempt I try, I to try, try to, get really to get Solo to sponsor the to show. Sponsor yeah, show. You, you were just, pitching them hard and uh, they just wouldn't do yeah, it. They just didn't. And then last but certainly not least, I have these that I think I ordered online at one point only to have them arrive and go you can't drink a beer
1: out of that. <laughs> so this is more like a that's, that's one of those that's was, one of those you like the you know the uh, have you ever seen the I should have uh I should have uh bought it in person Amazon purchases. Yeah, oh yes, that's totally one <laughs> of them. <laughs>
2: Totally one of them. They should put yeah. like
1: a penny down next to it so you can see. Like you know what? I think those really are for
2: is for like putting your medicine in if you right. if are taking medicine in the morning and you then you swallow. it. You know, kind of like they give you at the hospital. You know, <laughs> if you're uh, if you're recuperating. We'll use, we use those medicine. for the whiskey. That'll be fine for the whiskey. Right, uh, that'll work for the whiskey. Fair okay. Enough. All right. So so I'll I'll just pass all of these janky cups over to you and you can be the uh, decider uh. of what when and where uh, we break. I'll into decide the janky who gets cups. what cup. Yeah, that's right. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. So. Uh, uh, uh a lot of stuff to talk about on the show today new cigars to watch for uh, we have uh, there's some there's some very 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 bad news about the supply chain issues that you've been hearing so much about in uh, the United States right now uh, after covid uh was and and now they 're saying covid's gonna flare back up again, which is certainly disappointing if that's true but uh but after the the rather intense first and second wave of covid there was uh there was a problem having i think really what it amounts to primarily is enough truck drivers uh functioning on the road to uh deliver things on the usual schedule, so they're saying it will impact Christmas this year and all of these kind of things, all of which I was like well that 's unfortunate, but we'll deal with it, and then it got personal. Oh no! So I'll uh, share what and why, and dun, dun, dun. Uh, I will just tell you that the the people that listen to this show will not be pleased with the latest supply chain issue. So um, I'll I'll let you know about it. Better to hear it from a friend than to hear it from you know Katie Couric or somebody. Um, so uh, we have a, a list we'll uh, be hoping to get to for uh, the best U.S. cities for craft beer, and uh, you can kind of. Do the math in your head as to what that probably is, you know, uh, but it's from Forbes, I think, so uh,
1: they always skip over Houston, I know and I think that I no
2: one comes to Houston for craft beer, and they don't mm-hmm. just don't get it, yeah, like we got. Cr-
1: great beer right here.
2: Yes, we do. And so uh, we'll, we'll see if there's any way we can write that wrong when we get to this list. I'd like to know the numbers, how many uh, craft
1: beers we have in Houston versus Austin, which always makes on a
2: list. My understanding is in the greater Houston area, which includes like our friends from No Label and Katie and, yeah. and uh, yeah. uh, all the outlying areas, but in the greater Houston-Galveston area, there are over 60 craft breweries. That's crazy. That's a lot. And, and Think about that. We've only scratched the surface of inviting them onto the show, right? <laughs> we got to get busy. Uh, so, anyway, we're uh, looking forward to that list. Um, did we talk about this last week? There's a new ZC Top inspired whiskey. No. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna share that with you as well. And uh, then, uh, as if all of that were not enough, we have another drinking news segment for you today. Our drinking news teaser headline is. That was one hell of an egg roll. I should have just said, uh, "Order two, you get egg roll." That should have been the <laughs> that should have been the teaser headline because that's
1: that. All right, be, let's try it again. That became Our a, teaser headline a is.
2: Order two, you get egg roll. I don't know if that worked better or not, but know. it was it was it was fun to try. <laughs> okay. Uh and and no, I wasn't attempting an Asian accent there. So before you start bombing me on the comments, that was that was not my intention. So uh all right. So we have uh we have a lot to get to, a lot to uh, talk about, and some beers to drink, hopefully multiple, uh you know, plural or what, what there's singular, plural, and then what's lots? Lots of um, lots of beers. Lots of beers. What would that be? I don't know. A gaggle um, of beers, a gaggle of pride. A plethora, plethora. A, a veritable plethora of beers. That's what we'll be hoping for. There we go. Watch Tom will arrive with one new thing, and we'll be like, because because if he
1: doesn't show up, <laughs>
2: yeah. we're going to be talking a lot about a lot of whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> That's right. The end no, of this show no. is going to be exciting. No, he'll be here. I promise. I nah, know. Uh, uh, so uh, we uh, have had uh, a crazy week as we uh, begin careening towards the holidays. There will be no show next week uh, because it's Thanksgiving. And we'll be, you know, spending time with our families. Yes. Uh, but then we will be back, and we've got a, a pretty. Pretty interesting lineup coming in uh, December. Adam, Harriet, Adam Harris with Beam Centauri will be joining us on the 2nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be gone on the 9th. You're going to be hosting the show. Are you doing I will be hosting the sh- show uh, that, that will be To Be Assigned. Went to Be Assigned. My, My co-host okay. will be To Be Assigned. All right. And then, of course, there's uh, Christmas week. But on Christmas week, what we're working on is doing, it'll be on Christmas Eve Eve, we're working on doing a pipe show, which is perfect, because like, doesn't Santa smoke a pipe? Santa always has a pipe. well, until it
1: was not PC to have a pipe, Oh yeah, Santa always a, yeah. had a pipe.
2: Well, I, I think Santa's one of those guys who could just give the finger to PC. I yeah. don't think he has to care too much about that. It's like, for God's sake, I'm bringing toys to all the kids of the world. Right. You can let me have a damn pipe. <laughs> I'm
1: going to leave out a pipe and a little tobacco and a glass of whiskey. For Santa. Yeah, screw that, the cookie. That is totally good the the myself, to go. but yeah. I'm leaving him whiskey.
2: He's, he's got cookies in plenty of homes <laughs> around the world. Uh, the whiskey and, and the pipe. And he doesn't even have to leave me anything. You know what? Here you go, buddy. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because that's the way it is, right? The the whiskey and the pipe will be uh, just absolutely perfect. So uh, So I didn't smoke a pipe this week, but I did have. Uh, A cigar that I'm excited to tell you about, but let's let's go with you first, as we like to do. Ian, did you smoke anything interesting this
1: week? Uh, I did. I woke up this morning. Oh, I need like a... Hold on. I woke up this morning. Got yourself a gun? And I made myself some breakfast. Oh, okay. And then I went out to my patio, and I had a cigar. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, I know
2: will stop. I that. approve of your lifestyle. Just <laughs> so
1: you know. So you yeah, know, this is not a bad morning. So I, I was poking around at my humidor, and I forgot I bought uh, hmm. a couple weeks back. I bought a. Um this may surprise you. I bought uh, an Oscar Valderas cigar. Oh yeah, shocked. That's that's <laughs> almost
2: as surprising as me having A.J. Right. Fernandez. And, you
1: know, Oscar Valderas is just like he's become one of those things uh, in my cigar purchasing where I just can't pass up an Oscar Valderas cigar. Well, They're so good. Every one of them, I Consistency like them. Consistency like is them a them big so much. deal with
2: Oscar Valderas.
1: Uh, you know, he he put out a couple years back, he put out that um, Superfly which had a very yes, 70s love theme that and of course, cigar. you know, the Superfly and there's the it's movie the and Doc all. It's the dark maduro and it's just tasty. and, and it's the Delicious, yes, mm-hmm. it's a fantastic cigar at a good price and uh, and definitely worth it. Well, just recently he put out the uh, the McFly. Oh, so this is a uh, the one that I, is the Oscar Valdez McFly. That's a Toro six by fifty two with a Mexican San Andreas wrapper. The binders uh, Honduran. and the fillers Honduras, Nicaraguan and Dominican. That's an interesting mix of stuff, isn't yes, it? It is. Uh, and this is a cigar coming out of Honduras. So. um... This has a very Back to the Future theme label yes, on it, yes, and, yes, and the label covers most of the cigar. I didn't realize it was two labels that kind of nest into each other. So yeah. when I peeled off the big label, there was a smaller label left on it that said McFly in kind of shiny letters. But it has those. It has those. Uh, I think uh, the Superfly
2: like that too, isn't it? Isn't there a secondary label? No, when you no, peel Superfly the
1: one? is just one it's simple just one, okay. label, but right. it's
2: awesome looking label. Yeah, it's beautiful.
1: A- anyway, so uh, the, uh, the the once I pulled off the large wrapper, I. Uh, I was looking at the appearance is light brown. Um, the uh, uh, it's, yeah, it's a light brown overall, reasonably smooth, kind of a leathery looking uh, thing. It's not particularly oily or anything. It's not a. It's not a lot when you look at the cigar itself. There's not a lot going on that makes you go, hmm, "That's amazing." It has very firm feel overall. Uh, it does have a shaggy foot on it, which is kind of cool. Well, a like, lot
2: of Oscar I, stuff does. I like the shaggy foot actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, Easy
1: to light. Right, and some of the uh some of the uh uh Oh I'm blanking the uh Christophs have that too. Right. You know, so. Right, absolutely. The pre light sniff on it's classic tobacco, a little chocolate, a little nuttiness, and mosquito spray, but I think that was on my hand. So that was a little bit of a joke.
2: <laughs> I got it. I got it. Sorry, I just got a text from Tom. He says he's walking in, so okay. he'll be here momentarily. No, I did, I did have
1: to put on some mosquito spray because it's been a little mosquito yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the uh, pre-light draw on this, I used a punch on this. It had a light draw, sweet coffee and earth, chocolate, licorice, just some great little flavors in there uh, that I detected off of it. The initial light on this, tangy and spicy peppers, a little sweet nuttiness, sweet Let me just pause for coffee. a moment,
2: ladies and gentlemen. Tom Pander from No Level. Man, what's going on? <laughs> On. Here, boy. Right. you? Yeah. Uh, I'm thirsty. We've been we've been He's talking not about late.
1: The, <laughs> he's the guy that brought beer. Well, and that's exactly right. And see, <laughs> I was always
2: I was always that way, you know, back in my days in the radio world. If I was late for a meeting, I always brought donuts. But this is so much better. <laughs> yes. you know, so much better. Uh so Tom, welcome. Ian's
1: telling us about his cigar. Go ahead. All right. The initial light on is tanging. Um uh, uh tangy spicy pep and spicy pepper sweet nuttiness sweet and chicory coffee kind of flavors going on the retrohale off the initial light is woody with sweet spices the first third of this uh nutty and coffee and chocolate with a spicy background tangy chicory coffee spices, great backbone for the uh, sweet nuttiness and chocolate flavors hints of leather and dry fruit playing around with the wood and leather going on. I think I said leather in there twice. I think you did, but uh-huh. apparently there was a distinct leather, leather profile. Very, well, yeah, yeah, it was kind of a tangy leather thing going on in there. Retro hails, woody and sweet with a touch of spice, solid ash, good burn on it. It wasn't a laser straight burn. It actually kind of varied and kind of did its own thing, but it never that, it never got out of hand
2: the uh, the San Andres wrappers can be a little tricky like that. It can be just the, not that the cigar isn't rolled properly, but that the leaf Itself, the wrapper leaf itself has some contours and stuff to it that cause it to burn yeah. a little bit unevenly. It shouldn't be bad. It shouldn't get a runner. but uh, No, I didn't have any yeah.
1: runners, any problems with that. The second third of this, coffee ramps up a little bit. Wood flavors move forward. Dried fruit notes lurk throughout. I like using the term lurk because that sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, I do, um, I do like that. <laughs> nuttiness and spices are just present enough to keep it interesting. The retrohale is sweet. <laughs> Wood with a touch of uh, white pepper, solid ash, good burn. I'd like to stop here and say... If you're into a mild to medium cigar and you want to step up in complexity and go yeah and go, go this a has little a little bit complex, of that uh, a little bit of a peppery spice to it but if you're okay with that man I highly recommend stepping into this cigar and just getting this incredibly complex flavor going on. That's awesome. The last third of this, hints of chocolate and mint swirled around. A little bit of mint flavor kind of uh, came in there. Swirled around with the chicory spice coffee. Tangy leather and wood are the dominant flavors backed by a kiss of white pepper. Subtle sweetness going on throughout. This cigar evokes complex yet playful uh, vibe. The retro is sweet coffee and wood backed by white pepper. Solid ash. Good burn. Uh, this is an $11 cigar. It's not a small cigar. It's a what did I say? Six by 52. So it's mm-hmm. not a small cigar. $11. So $11 yeah. I gave it a five and a half. Nice. That's fantastic. <laughs> nice. Oscar Valderas does it again. Five and a half is a, little, is a little bit better than what you pay for on our scale. Is, uh, our scale is one to ten. And at five, you get exactly what you pay for. I feel like I could bump this up just a little bit to five and a half. Nice. And it was fantastic.
2: And so they first they put out the Superfly. And now the, the McFly. McFly. We can only hope the next one will be the McLevin. Oh, I was going for The Fly. <laughs> the Fly. Well, that would work too. <laughs>
1: Although that's a kind of a weird movie yeah, reference. You know, Jeff yeah. Goldblum and all everybody, that. Everybody, <laughs> uh, yeah. Everybody
2: immediately has that mental image in their mind, unless you've never seen The, the fly. fly. The Fly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did a very interesting one uh, this week, and this is a cigar that you, I believe, if memory serves, you raved about this cigar ah, which on one the is show. It? And I just happened, I, I think about a week or two. After uh, you raved about the cigar on the show, uh, the family got together to celebrate my birthday, and our producer, Adam, who's also my stepson, uh, got me one of these for my birthday. Yeah. So it's been sitting in the humidor waiting for that moment, and I decided that this week was the moment to try the Rocky Patel 60. Ah, you I you try that Do you remember what you, gave that, uh, what you gave that cigar? Let me see. You know, uh, you <clears throat> know I don't know. Did I? Hold on. Well, while he's looking that up, and we'll we'll let we'll let you know and see see how our scores match up here. But the 60 is a special and rare one from Rocky that was blended to celebrate his 60th birthday this year. In fact, if you go to the Rocky Patel website, they don't just have a page telling you about it. They've got a, a personalized video from Rocky who sits and smokes. I bought
1: and a and 60 and I talked to it. you about it, but I have not actually done a review on it because oh. the same day I bought that 60, I bought the Disciple and I did the review on the Disciple. That's
2: what it was. Yeah, okay, because that's... those two cigars came out at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And the Disciple was the less expensive And the 60 yes. was the uh, extremely and rare And did not last uh, in my humidor yeah, The 60 didn't? No, it did not last in my humidor, it's gone Did somebody it shake just, it? Well I did Oh, you did Oh, you just didn't <laughs> review it Okay, all right well, well, we'll see We'll see if you agree With what I have to say There here on the 60 It is a severely box-pressed cigar Almost a perfect square uh, The size is called Robusto But it's five and a half inches long So it's, it's actually a, a large Robusto, I guess Or a long one, at least It features a Maduro San Andres wrapper uh, The binder and fillers are all Nicaraguan Including some tobacco That Rocky's been saving, apparently Since he first started growing in Esteliz so it's a uh, there's some very, very aged tobacco in this thing. Uh, some other rare leaves that he used, he sourced uh, for this particular blend. And then after it's rolled, the 60s aged for a minimum of two years. Uh, some, some cigars may have been aged almost three years before they're shipped uh, to stores. Uh, big Time Leather on the pre-light sniff. I mean, it was just as, as le- it was almost like smelling a belt. Nice. It was just, it was so, it was so leathery. Rocky Patel, it's like <laughs> smelling a belt. Something about the phrase smelling <laughs> a belt doesn't sound right, does it? It just doesn't, just doesn't sound quite right. In any case, That's it was... better than
1: smelling a shoe.
2: It was very leathery. Let's just say that, uh, <laughs> let's say that much. Uh, the uh, pre-light draw gave off uh, rich notes of aged tobacco. I used a punch and I lit the 60 and I got a nice initial Nicaraguan pepper blast it wasn't too overpowering but it was there what was impossible to ignore though was the depth and the nuance of the flavors from literally the very first puff and this is the second cigar in just a few weeks that I've said that about but you know how some cigars especially if they're Nicaraguan tobacco you get that initial pepper blast and it's Mm. great and all and then the cigar kind of settles down and then at about the half inch mark or so the flavors start to really emerge here it was from the very first puff which is always kind of kind of cool and interesting you know when when that happens and you know not something i necessarily expect from every cigar so uh i i dug it um it was um Just an initial sort of, I don't want to say blast, it was more like this this initial combination of flavors that was very compelling, white pepper, cedar, nuts, and a creaminess that kind of pulled it all together and left a very pleasant tang on the tongue in the first third. I cannot overstate how luxurious it felt. To smoke you know, this Rocky cigar. Patel is a badass, right? Uh, well, uh, yeah, absolutely, and uh, I like all of his cigars. Although he gets a, he gets a little flack from some people who uh, who aren't aren't big Rocky fans, but. This one felt like, it just felt like, okay, I'm sitting in a very expensive cigar bar in Manhattan, and I'm smoking the most expensive cigar they had (laughs) in the humidor. It was that kind of a feeling, right? the Flavors were incredibly rich and nuanced. Smoked, like I say, like an expensive cigar from the very beginning. The creaminess continued in the second third, along with some citrus notes and a continuation of the uh, zesty pepper. Baking spice showed up in the final third. uh, And while I couldn't detect the cedar anymore, I did uh, start to get a really nice mellow wood note maybe uh maybe oak uh, that sort of replaced the cedar uh, and the flavors all played well together all the way through the fifty five had been my last had been my favorite rocky patel up until now. you remember yeah, the, the fifty five I spoke one at yeah. your birthday party yeah, a couple absolutely. years ago and it was just so incredible. I always remember that evening uh but I have to admit that the sixty has now displaced it as my favorite Rocky ah. stick. Um, solid ash, perfect burn. In fact, the initial ash held on for a little over an inch. One of the pictures, I don't know what he's got up, one of the pictures is is that I initial that ash in the, uh, in the little uh, Star Trek ashtray that I used there. Um, it was, um, you know, it, it was fantastic. I've heard a few cigar snobs who were a bit dismissive of some of Rocky's blends, but all I have to say is that if you smoke one of these and you don't wind up thinking that he is a master blender. Uh, then you and I have very different tastes in cigars, because it was it was just undeniable. The sixty absolutely rocked. The size uh, the size that I smoked is a sixteen to seventeen dollar cigar, and I am giving it a seven. Wow! Yes, it was that good. Uh, to those companies out there who uh, sell. $20 cigars, if they're not as good as this one, you're overpriced. And this isn't quite a $20 cigar. So uh, you're probably overpriced anyway, quite frankly, at $20. Uh, but at 17 Speaking to you, David, off. At, at 17 uh, this is as good a special occasion cigar as you can get. Big thumbs up, and I give it a 7, which is Far and away the highest rating I've ever given to a cigar that uh, was more that's than a eight huge bucks. Huge rating yeah. for a cigar, yeah. especially over fifteen dollars. Yeah. So <laughs> honestly, if I if I had paid $20, 21 dollars for a cigar, and I don't do that but once in a great while, this is what I would have expected it to be like in the flavor category. So I was very impressed. Rocky Patel 60. I don't know how limited they are. I know the 55 is not easy to find, but you can still find it out there at somebody, you know, at a tobacconist that carries a lot of Rocky uh, oh, yeah. stuff, uh, but this one, man, hunt it, seek it, buy only one if you have to on your budget, but uh, but you gotta have wow. one of these cigars. So major big thumbs up. So uh, that's that's the most glowing review I've given in a while. That's amazing. Yeah, I was I was very impressed. All right, Tom Painter is here. He has brought along uh, some beers which I've been eyeing out of the corner of my eye because I am. Really thirsty, so we'll get to uh, we'll get to some of these in our next uh, segment. Tom, welcome back to the show. It's good to be here. Sorry I was late. It's uh, it's all good. <laughs> Actually, uh, our it was it's funny because the same thing happened with uh, Joe Breda from Old Humble Distilling last week. He got here about at the same time you did. We just started the show, and you know, like like Ian said, you're not the guy that was late. You're the guy that brought beer. And we're <laughs> happy about right. that. We'll be right back to sample some of that uh, from No Label from Katy, Texas. Uh, coming up next, it's Smoking and Toasting, show number two hundred and sixty, and we'll be right just back. past three hundred. <laughs> Welcome back. It is smoking and toasting. show number 260. Uh, no Label is back. Tom Painter is back. And we are glad to have you guys back with us as we are. Wh- how did you say it, Ian? M- just a little more than halfway J- to just, 300. Just past halfway to 300. Yeah, right, so. uh, in, the, in, the, in the comment capers
1: down here, Bruce Stark says, Wiki Brian will never believe a 7 for a $16 oh, cigar. Yeah.
2: I, I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, at first, I was just going to do a 6. And then I thought, no, it's better than that. I may
1: just have to buy Brian one. Yeah, uh, maybe.
2: Maybe we'll see. We'll see if he agrees, <laughs> and, uh, and make and
1: then make and, him watch the show and do a review on and the uh, comments. I
2: would just say this too. Sometimes it's just the moment. Has this ever happened to you? Like sometimes you will just I feel have, like this have is the a moment, moment where that needs
1: have, a little bit of uh, background music. Go ahead. Sometimes. So
2: sometimes, sometimes it's just the moment. You're in a chair, a comfortable one. A very light breeze is blowing, cooling the air you've lit the perfect cigar for the perfect time tonight let it be low and brow oh that last that last line that, didn't work. It's just something I heard uh, from, <laughs> you, you ruined re- it man it was <laughs> do you, perfect for do, you, a there. do you do you remember those commercials uh back in the day I when did, it, when, when, it. I, when I was a kid there was tonight they like be sitting Loan out on brow. a porch with the with the
1: uh, yeah. with the um the, all the like the wilderness in the backyard yeah, yeah. And... Uh, have you ever had a Lowen
2: brow I've, I've never I've never tasted it yeah they they' they're, not, they're, they're, they're
1: yeah. passably drinkable okay. um it's It's maybe a step up from Beck's. Oh, wow. That's not much of a step. Oh, wow. Uh.
0: <laughs> You've not set the bar real high there, Maybe. my friend. <laughs> uh, tonight have you had low
1: umbrella?
0: I have not. Yeah, yeah. I have That's... not, but I've heard things. That, let's just, that aren't aren't the best. Let's, <laughs> let's just say tonight, let it be something
2: better than low yeah, Let it be something better. I, I think I think that'll work. So, uh, so anyway, um, uh, before you got here, our Tom
1: sensitivity moment.
2: I explained that because you were bringing the beers today, and Ian actually brought the whiskey. I thought, oh, I don't need to wheel my little uh, bag with uh, beverages in it. And it wasn't until I arrived here that I realized, oh, that bag also has the cups. So I had to go raid the cup uh, the cup uh, cabinet here. <laughs> Is this why at these RFC cups have like a little Media hat- like what's going yeah, on here so yeah, so these are we have an assortment of the jankiest cups you'll ever see these this are is... ones we bought without realizing it had that that center thing for and, the for
0: the irish car and, bomb and so or whatever. We retired them ah, and well, then i was thinking it had to be for, for
1: it's okay you brought beer and we got irish whiskey here so guess what it could,
0: it could work well, the last time i was here you guys had tequila and it was fantastic yes oh, and I, I i had i would say i had too much of a fun time <laughs> yeah, yeah. because like that whole rest of the day was completely ruined.
2: Well, for me. we noticed that you contacted us about <laughs> coming back or on the show. Better. You know, in a in a fairly short amount of time. So yes, apparently, you, yes. had, was, you had at least a, a somewhat of a good time.
0: Yes, I, yes, I had too much of a good time. <laughs> See, uh, I, w- I was thinking like, how many beer varieties should I bring? And I was yeah. like, and, and I was thinking like, oh, I'll just bring like six or whatever. It's like, no, 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 keep it with three because last time it was. uh yeah, it was a it was a doozy. The, here, if
1: any time you ask yourself how many beer bar- varieties should you bring, the answer is yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, 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 that's
2: yes. right. <laughs> well, in addition to these uh, janky Irish car bomb cups, we also have some red solo cups <laughs> left over from Ian's campaign to try to get Solo on as a sponsor from the show, which didn't work. He went, uh, you went, like almost the better part of a year, and drank out it of a red like solo five, cup every yeah, time. Yeah, it was like six or seven months or something yeah. like that, and it was just red solo cup week after week trying to. Petitioned them to uh, to come on board as a sponsor. They never re- responded. And we also so. <laughs> have
1: these cups, which look a lot like uh, when you go to a buddy's house and you have your contacts in and you forget your
0: contact uh, that's case. That's exactly what. That's you right. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, that's so, this, this is you know, an odd assortment of cups. Really. It really <laughs> is. So it's, you know,
2: this is one of those shows that's just coming together on the fly. And sometimes <laughs> on the McFly. Sometimes
0: that's that's uh, that's the best.
2: So so you guys at No Label have been busy since you were here <laughs> just uh, uh, a month or so ago. Oh, right, what was it? Only about no, so it, was it was a few months, it, it is, a couple months, several months, yeah. a few months. Yeah. But, right. but, but this
1: Tom, may surprise you. But some of these episodes tend to blur together, <laughs> it does not
0: surprise me at all. <laughs> all
2: right. This whole the this best whole episodes blur. blur the most, actually, <laughs> right. is what it usually is like. So, uh, no, but it, it wasn't, uh, it, you know, it wasn't uh, super long ago that we had you on, and apparently, you guys have been quite
0: busy we've, since then, we've, right? We've been quite busy, we've won, oh, geez, we, uh, because you won some awards, we won, we won some awards. Oh, we, that's uh, awesome. love that. We won two craft beer marketing awards, and then uh, our El Carlito, which we had here last time, mm-hmm, which uh, I remember that, which is in the tank now, about to come out again for our anniversary, uh, which is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Um, it, it won a U.S. Open um, for German Wheat Bronze. It is like officially one of the best German wheat beers in the world. That That's is so cool. Awesome. was we, we, like, like, so like, 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 which is wild. We're just walking around the brewery. It's like, so this beer is one of the best <laughs> beers in, the, in world? the world? And it's like, we beat the Germans? <laughs> <laughs> Again. What are, I mean, what? One of the
2: best beers in the world.
0: But, but, uh, but, yeah, it's been a while. Let's try it with the moon. On a quest.
2: On a quest to brew the best beer in the world. And beat those stinking Germans.
0: It's good to have goals.
2: Now, I, I don't want to put the Germans down too too much, though. I do enjoy uh, a a lot of their beer. But if you beat them, I can just enjoy yours, and that's you know, uh, the, you know, these contests obviously are are Didn't always interesting. They, they've got to be a bit subjective, <laughs> but but still, how many beers did you have to beat out? All of them, right? Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the U.S. Open is one of the. There's, there's three big beer competitions. There's GABF, which is right, the one uh, in Denver. In, right? Denver, which yeah. is the, it's the biggest uh, on-site beer festival, um, it, like in the world, uh, but it only takes. It only takes entries from people in the U.S. Right, uh, and then the U.S. Open is a worldwide festival, so people enter through, all throughout the world. But there's not like an on-site festival about it. Mm-hmm. And then every two years, there's a World Beer Cup, and the, which is a huge, which is a huge one. So, so in this one, we can probably say we Germans did enter the category <laughs> and they were defeated well, again.
2: I just want to say be- before, Ian, and I know Ian's going to talk to us about what's on the can, but before you do that, I just want to say just from the note this is love at first sniff here for me i'm 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 hoping this tastes as good as it smells because it smells i can't wonderful. wait to see what you say about it mm, 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 mm. all right so talk to us about the can here. this can this looks, is this hilarious looks, so this looks reminiscent of a certain are. series of movies i've seen except the uh yeah, this, the main character the bill murray looking guy surprisingly like you
0: the bill, uh, so so the, that that's my that's my best friend that is uh Garrett Hart is the other owner of the company. So the first guy is is uh, the guy in the Chewbacca. Thing. So we're going. We're going. Oh, to we're, okay. With... Oh, we going this way? So okay. first guy, the Chewbacca uh, outfit. Yeah. Yeah. So the, that is uh, a Rudy Kano. He's from the Homebrewed Brass Ensemble. They play all the craft breweries in oh, town. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. He has a tuba, and his nickname is Tubaca. because he's Chewbacca. T- uh, uh, so he had to be. Yes. He he had had well, yeah. he's just this big, large uh, Mexican guy, and he loves Star Wars and and like comic books, and he, and and he's a high school music teacher and he has a whole band that's just high school music teachers from around the area uh Hmm. houston and they and they they put this playcraft breweries mainly because i think they really just want to escape their wives and just drink beer all day wait a second are you telling us about a a friend or are you pitching us a a sitcom (laughs) (laughs) like what what is happening here Um, and
2: then the uh
0: and then the other guy on the label that is john denman uh he hosts a radio show on espn He's also a very good friend of mine, and uh, we've, we've been drinking Buddies for years. Uh, and then and then it Now, is, is he
1: the one who does the drinking— uh...
0: Drink of Ages. Drink of Ages. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, drink, yeah, dr- yeah. Uh, drink of Ages Radio. And very then, uh, cool. And then, and then Garrett Hart, who—he's uh, my oldest friend, my best friend, and we uh, grew up together, and now we both own No Label. And then— and then wait a second. Where am I going? Oh, then there's myself. Yeah, where, right. where, where, where. So
2: so basically, this is you and your buddies on board the Millennium Falcon.
0: Yeah. So every so every year, it uh, this started off in, in, uh during COVID, where we put a, we had a Hop Solo label, and it was John Demon and myself fighting and lightsabers, like mm-hmm. but six feet apart. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, hey, you know, every year we should just make a new label and put different people on it, and. And now so, didn't
1: you have one last time you were here? Like it was called Kevin's Mom or something? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Which, Which uh, by
1: the way is a song by uh that's Sound Stace- garden
2: Oh, I thought you were thinking of <laughs> Stacy's Mom by uh,
0: uh Oh there's Stacy's Mom, uh, yeah. That's a uh, vastly different song. Fountains of Wayne, yeah. Yeah. No, uh we do have a beer called Kevin's mom. It's coming back next year. It's an, uh hopefully in January. It's uh that beer is insanely popular. We we, we can't keep, we can't keep enough of her in the taproom.
2: Now, when you reveal these other uh, cans a little bit later on in the program, um, people are going to see some more similarities to movies and or games they might be familiar with.
0: Um, it, We're heavily pop culture influenced, and
2: and I love it. I think as, as a consumer, it uh-huh. makes me very interested to find out what the beer is like and and uh, oh. and purchase it. But uh, are there any um, potential legal hurdles that you have to? Uh, to jump, to keep from uh, having George Lucas uh, come down and want to, you know, spank you with a big paddle.
0: Not not yet. Uh, I mean, it's clearly like parody. It's easier
2: to ask yeah, forgiveness, you know, right, right? Right. But it's clearly like parody. Like, you're not—nobody's going to look at that and
0: seriously think that it's a Star Wars beer. Well, so 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 it's funny. So this beer's called Hop Solo. The uh, And um, we had a sales manager years ago who would promote this beer. And then— uh, and then he left, and he went to go work for uh, a small brewery called Sierra Nevada.
2: Oh, I've, I've I've heard
0: of them. They may have a future. <laughs> yeah, they, they may. Yeah, they right. They right. just got off the ground, and the uh, and then they started a beer also called Hop Solo. Oh, did they really? And uh, and then and he works for them. So I have so I have this collage of a picture from him from like early two like late 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 two thousands where he's got the Hop Solo no label. and Now he's Hop Solo Sierra Nevada, and he came by the brewery and he drops them off. He's like, "Oh, I brought some for you guys." I was like. Oh, you jackass! <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> with all your standard, I was like, "Why don't you worry, Disney?" Because you know we're not on their radar. We're so small, but you know, Sierra right, right, right. Nevada is. Yeah. No, I don't think so. We're selling at the park now. We got a good relationship with those guys. I was like, "Oh, you bastards!" <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh,
2: well, it's uh, it's like I always say: if you steal from me, you've stolen twice. So, uh, so there's probably some of that. Uh, that's when you know your idea bone. was good, right? Yeah, right. That's right.
0: No, we we haven't got a season to see. But, I, uh, you know, I don't if... have time
2: to tell you the whole story now But I truly was uh, Ripped off by Weird Al Yankovic And I'm not kidding
1: That's going to be a cigar yeah. and a whiskey A cigar and a right whiskey
2: and, and if you think it's a good enough story I'll tell it on a future show but, uh,
1: <laughs> We but... may just have to do that as its own segment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We'll a, do that we'll, we'll
2: have to set tonight, that
1: up interview style Tonight a
2: smoking and toasting special Ripped off by Weird Al Oh wait, he does a polka. Oh yeah, that's right. He's always polka. I actually met Weird Al. Uh, he's uh, he's My an interesting liked guy. My dad polka music. It's very weird. He's an interesting guy. I met him at the MTV Video Music Awards one year, uh, back in the '90s. Uh, he was wearing a tuxedo with a, uh, a like a, a paisley uh, t-shirt on underneath, and he had the, of course the long Weird Al kinky hair and and the whole bit. He looked.
1: I was hoping uh, you were gonna uh, say with a fish tie, cause that he, would be. Yeah. You know. <laughs>
2: Fish Perfect. Tie. You know what I mean. I used to actually have a fish <laughs> tie. I never, I never actually wore it, but uh, I had it in case I ever needed it. <laughs> he created um, the piano tie. I have not mentioned this, but this beer is just absolutely outstandingly Are it? good. It is multi, 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 and so I'm guessing you're liking this too. This is nice. This is nice. There's a little bitter in there that mm-hmm. uh, this is probably not my first choice, but I do like it. Yeah, I I'm digging it. It's it's super malty up front, little hop on the tongue uh, in the middle of the palate. There's something in the sweetness in the middle that I really enjoy though. Yeah, like, there's something in there. That, like it almost has that
0: uh, like an Oktoberfest vibe to it a little bit. Well, th- those would be those El Dorado hops. It, uh, but um, but yeah, I think it's definitely what I would consider your traditional. Craft beer, beer. Some know. of mine is stuck in this little middle part of the cup, and I have
2: to uh, just upend it all the way. You to have get to, it out. and
1: you're afraid you're just going to hit your nose, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the cups work. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think it's outstanding. Is this a seasonal? Because uh, you came out with a hop solo before, right?
0: Yes. So every so every year we uh, we release hop solo twice, uh, uh, twice in a year, and then it's always with a different hop. Okay, so 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 the, it's, so, it's, it's so, basically like a single that's hop why series. Hop solo. Yeah. it's a
2: single hop series,
0: basically. Yeah, and, and we try to name up. Like, like we try to get a we we try to do at least one batch as a fresh hop where it's coming right off the vine, coming right to us, and we just put it right. Right. So the base is always the same, so, but, but the hop is always different. Okay, oh, great. Okay. So it's,
2: so if I'm tasting this one and then I taste your next one, the only thing that's changed is the, is hop. the hop. Very interesting. So um, tell me about when you use a fresh hop, like you said, it's kind of right off the vine. Yeah. What, what is the expectation that – is there a certain thing you're expecting that to do because it's, because it's so fresh? Is there a difference between that and, say, that hop after it's, you know been uh, stored and rested for a while?
0: Uh, the potency of the hop. It's the freshest it's of the It's stronger fresh. if it's fresh. Yeah, yeah, you, it, it, it'll uh, it's gonna attack your palate in a much more like more of like,
2: aggressive kind of a way.
0: You'll know what you're tasting. Yeah. But. Okay.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. And and it, is this one? This one's not a. a this one's not
0: a fresh yeah. hop. And yeah. then uh, and and uh, yeah, our, our head brewer. We're trying. We're trying to get them in, but this, this. I mean, the supply. The supply chain shortage is like. I mean, it's just like oh, yeah, that's frustrating. frustrating. We're going yeah. to talk about so that. It's, too. it's across Sorry. the board, but the uh, yeah, our head brewer is really upset. He's like, oh, we're not have to make this this beer the normal way. It's like, oh, I'll still be fine. People will <laughs> <laughs> still so like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah nice little... work
2: because uh, <laughs> my cup ran with empty, both the outer you know, cup and the I, I have to mention. I said, cup. you
1: know, this is not something I generally read for, but I did finish mine pretty you quickly. So did. I might media. have to drink those words. Yeah, yeah, that
2: that be okay. it. Wouldn't be the first time. It would not be the first time. You will. Drink those words, sir. Well, I absolutely (laughs) dig it, and uh, smoking and toasting will once again be directly influencing sales, because I'm going to pick some up on the way home. Is it out?
0: Uh, it is out. It is yeah. Okay.
2: It is out on stores. You can go all find right. it. All right. So I will. I will find it and I will get it on the way home. Uh, all right. We got to take a break. We are uh, going to taste a little bit more beer when we come back. He's brought three uh, different varieties for us, and we have some Teeling uh, whiskey, which Ian is uh, going to brave the uh, removal of the of the uh, wrapper and the clearing of the neck mm-hmm. live on the show. So there's some danger involved. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and we're uh, looking forward to that. Uh, plus, I've got cigars to watch for and. Uh, The Best U.S. Cities for Craft Beer A new list from Forbes has come out And we will explore that And see what they have to say And see why they left us out Once again, uh, it is uh, smoking and Toastin' And we will be right back Smoking and toasting. We are the program that's all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. We are brought to you by MyCigarShirts.com. New shirts coming for the holidays. Check them out online at MyCigarShirts.com because cigars. Yes, sir. Um, Ian, I'm so excited to share this news. I'm well, fascinated watching him pour it into yeah, the middle. he's pouring it into the middle And then it cups. flows I'm re- over. I'm really room. enjoying this, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can, we
0: do, can we do one of those <laughs> up on the, one one that's the really camera? That's really fun to watch. Yeah. This is... <laughs> So front of, front of, yes, perfect.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, it's just a little beer fountain. Yes, yeah.
2: <laughs> so Ian, I, I've reached a place where I'm really excited that something. It, this has been a good week for a lot of a lot of things, uh, uh, news-wise. Not for the supply chain news, but um, you realize that it, you and I have both smoked the timeless cigar yes, yes. before from from uh, nat, nat, sherman. nat sherman yes um, well what is uh, what is awesome is that when they shut nat sherman down because that's how little the premium cigar uh, business meant to them there at altria uh when they shut nat sherman down uh some guys bought the timeless brand and went about trying to recreate the timeless cigars which actually I will admit we're quite good. I just stopped buying them because if those guys had such a dim view of uh, of the, you know, of cigar smokers, uh then you know, I'm talking about the Nat Sherman people, the Altria people, uh if they supported this heinous legislation uh that would put so many small cigar stores and small uh, cigar companies out of business, then I didn't want to put a single penny in their pocket. Mm-mm. Now I'm excited to announce that uh Owners Fierro Tego uh, and uh, shipping Timeless Panamericana—oh, I'm sorry. New owners are shipping the Timeless Panamericana and Timeless Supreme, which should arrive at cigar stores— This week, the Timeless Panamericana, uh, which ships in boxes of 10, is made with Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, Nicaraguan binder and fillers from both Costa Rica and Nicaragua. And the box press Timeless Supreme is uh, part of a line of Nicaraguan puros. Here's the thing. I've seen the artwork for these cigars. I've seen photos of the cigars. Nowhere on the band or the cigar, in any place, does it say Nat Sherman. No, but it has feels that. it feels like victory, <laughs> like like a great brand it has that, been pulled from the oppressors. Does it have that classic timeless clock? On it does. It? Yes, nice. it does. It looks just like the old ones looked, except it doesn't have that. Band around that says Nat Sherman Cigar Company. That scar that yeah, says that, right, it, right. It's like it's like that's exactly what hey, it's listen, like. You know, it's like you ever get into a car accident, Nat right? Sherman... Somebody somebody bumps into your car and you have to take it to the body shop, and then when you go to pick it up, you see it restored yeah. again for the first time. It's like, oh, that's kind of what it was like looking at these. Hmm.
1: Nat Sherman, in and of itself, is is not a bad thing. It's just the the when, uh, when the company bought them and just turned them into their we don't care about it kind of thing.
2: Yeah. 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 and, And when they basically turned against the cigar industry that Nat Sherman was a part of which uh which there was no need to do that. So uh but that's rehashing old stuff and I think last time I went on a rant about something like that we had a producer who canned the episode and didn't even tell us. So uh that was this was before the Have days you of tried the Mangalorian. The no, but but this is the first time we've actually said I think the uh the the name of it in this segment. The Mangalorian? Yes. So we got to look at the artwork on this can. So the Mangalorian. I want to see what you say about it. Woo, I love it on the nose. It's Mm.
0: The artwork on this, wow! Okay, that red so, desert color and background. Yeah, we took Katy Texas and kind of merged it with Tatooine. <laughs> now you always put <laughs> which someone, is, which is a typical thing to do. Let's be honest. Yeah,
1: yeah I see the water tower there. That's it says Katy on it. That's yeah, awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah there is the MKT like uh, railroad line on the other side, and we, <laughs> and we put like sh- we put like shuttle boosters on it to uh, make it like. I the... love it. I love it. So I'm going to tell you something about this beer.
2: I just this week had I won't say the brand I had another brand's uh, mango uh, beer. Okay, it was a mango wheat beer. Um, It was good beer, but it didn't necessarily scream mango. Mm. This screams mango, and that's a good thing. Uh, This I mean this is from from the
1: moment you set it down. Yeah, uh, it it starts screaming mango. If
2: mango e is a word, mango with a y on the end. Uh, this it's is mango-y. It
1: rates high on the uh, on the mango scale. Uh, it definitely does. It's good. It's, it's uh, mangoosity
0: is large. So it's it's Mangalorian. It's a it's a hazy IPA, a New England, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. but with mango and six point nine percent, which 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 is uh, a great percent uh, for for getting that right amount of uh, burn. Get your hairs going a mm-hmm. little bit. Uh, and uh, but yeah, the artwork is fantastic. It's by a guy named Anthony Gritty, mm-hmm. who works for Beater Chronicle, Houston, and he does a lot of labels for Ingenious and Spindle Tap, and uh, all of which have really you know good labels. Mm-hmm. Good yes. artwork, yeah. Um, um, and and uh, he's one of the artists we use. This was by the Hop Solo was by an artist named Shannon Parker. We. Enable different artists. Well, I was going to say, I
2: like that. You're, you're, That's awesome. Your beers all have this sort of, you know, interesting theme of <laughs> a pop culture to them. But they, uh, I love that you're giving different artists a chance to participate, and and, and each each one has a kind now, of different style. You to
1: usually it. put people you
0: know on the labels. So I'd like to know who these uh, that is uh, 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 represent That is a that is a because his head is a mango. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we, we had to create um, what, what, uh, uh, what, what, what do we call him? We like we, we were trying to like it wasn't Yoda. It, it's it was a Yoda
1: like character, but instead of just being green, head. he's very hoppy. Yeah, yeah
0: yes, yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, baby, <laughs> baby hophead. I don't know that does, that doesn't seem quite right. But uh, but it's a great, it's great artwork. It's a great can, and it's a great beer. This is this is wonderful. Now I'm going to have to go back and taste the Hop Solo Pale Ale again to see which of these I like better because. I this have a tendency to like the one I'm this drinking. This is fantastic. Yeah, you're a, you're a fan of this. I'm so, much a fan. So of Ian, this. this is real hoppy though. Mm-hmm. Like like you know, you and I are and oddly are kind enough, of on the, in- different the bitter on the tail the hop- end
1: of this to me is almost identical to the bitter on the tail end of the uh,
0: IPA. But I like the way this treats better. It's listen, the Magnolia is a perfect breakfast beer. It's, just, it's it's got that juice to it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's got it's got that mango note. Like,
2: Would you like some orange juice, dear? Oh no, I, I'm I'm fine. Oh, I'm good. taking when care. You, when you this say breakfast warm.
0: beer,
1: I like that. I like that you use that term because the truth is, you cannot drink all day if you don't start early. That's
2: right. And breakfast is the most important meal of the day. We've been hearing that since we were kids. It's like I've been drinking all day. Oh, no, you haven't, Bob. You didn't start till noon. <laughs> that's right. Okay, thank you, loser. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it uh, what was it? Alan Jackson and Jimmy Buffett. It's five o'clock somewhere, <laughs> right? That no, was the, that true. was a big country hit, right? Well, I uh, know this is really spectacular. I, I I can't. Uh, how much? What's the ABV on this? Six point nine. Okay, so it's. Yeah. Inching you won't up see there. it coming. In, inching up there. <laughs> oh, I love it. we were in Austin
0: at the Texas Craft Brewers Festival uh, about a few weeks back, and then yeah, we blew through like two kegs of this, and like mm. it was just kind of like, it's like guys, we have other beers, Mangalorean, Mangalorean. <laughs> 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 it's not, but it's not only that. It's fun to say Mangalorean. That's though. right.
2: That had to be uh, at least a part of it. People wanted. To announce that that was their beer that they
0: were choosing. Well, you know, beers sell for for you know people have different reasons for coming in trying liquid. Like like some of it's like yes, it's delicious. Some of it's like that name is awesome. Or the or I need to, I just need to have that artwork in my house. I just yeah, love I you know. know.
2: Or, or they're so entra- They're so like enchanted by the by the phrase dilly dilly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that could be a reason people that's, buy beer. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, let's, let's let's at least admit you that there's laugh. a there's a major beer company that spent millions I, of dollars. Based I was on at that the Renaissance premise. Festival and they yeah? have dilly dilly
1: signs where they sell uh, that beer.
2: Yeah, like I, here's I, what I didn't. Do, and this is a short segment, a so sad, I probably I probably shouldn't get started on it. But <laughs> what here, here's what I, apart from the fact that the commercials completely insulted craft beer fans. And so, so set that aside for a minute, because that would be reason enough to, you know, give Dilly Dilly the finger, right? But apart from that, we're supposed to be interested in the brand that this stupid king is so enamored of, right? Because he's the one that's saying, "Oh, it's Bud Light, and it's blah blah, blah and it's it's the best, and it's the greatest, and put the guys that don't want it in the dungeon, and all that kind of stuff." But the guy in the commercials. He's the stupidest guy ever. Like, he makes... Uh, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't. You should have just stopped me. See, you could have stopped me, and I, instead you gave me a soundtrack, and I kept going.
0: So, well, it's like, it was a, well, it's like, God forbid, you have it. You you have choice, right? Like, right, right. It's like, it's like all these, like these. Uh, it's for the men. It's like it's like literally a show like right. this wouldn't exist in that world because it would it would be like, well, you have your one cigar, you have your one whiskey, your one beer. What do you? You don't need anything else. Like, we, and it'd be very boring. it be a very boring it'd a very, gobble, one, one of us. Us. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a very boring
2: smoking and toasting <clears> show. <throat> I can tell you that. Uh, it, it, it'd be a boring world of living. <laughs> Look, it's not like it's Ian not like just, we haven't
1: done this show where we've talked about the same thing from week to week. But that would take it to another yeah. level. Ian, did
2: you smoke anything interesting uh, this week? Yeah, I did. No. The same cigar I smoked for the last <laughs> thirty-four shows, and there's
0: nothing quite like it. It's yeah. wonderful. Well, that's wonderful. Uh, I only
2: drink one beer. Yes, yeah. it's not good, but at least I know what I'm getting. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll be back. Uh, it, we have.
1: Oh, who was it that was calling? I <laughs> called it. Uh, uh, Mullet juice, Sorry. mullet juice. Yeah. I like it. That works. The macro beer is now called mullet juice. <laughs> that's that a great name for a beer. All right, uh, oh yeah. Gonna,
2: there's going to be a no label mullet juice. I can guarantee it. And <laughs> see I what I just did. I can't wait to see the artwork. I expect a picture
1: of me on the can. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Okay, Listen, let, we gonna uh, work on the collab. We I wanna, on mullet
0: juice to be great.
2: I want to play the role of Billy Ray Cyrus in the mullet juice uh, uh, cover. Uh, that's, that's what I want to do. All right. We got to take a break. When we come back, we're trying some whiskey. Uh, it's teeling. Uh, Irish whiskey and this is what this is a uh, um, small batch is that right? This is a small batch uh, rum cast finish. Oh I can't wait that's coming up plus the best U.S. cities for craft beer and drinking news on the way. Smoking and toast. Sound effect. <laughs> that was open in the can. Welcome back. It is Smoking and toasting. it's the program. It's all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand rolled cigars. We are brought to you by mycigarshirts.com. Uh, great shirts on the web for cigar lovers, lovers of the leaf, and the people who love them. Uh, check them out now. They are a great sponsor of the show. Mycigarshirts.com. Because. Cigars. Yes, absolutely. So, Ian, I was wrong. I, I said that this list of the uh, the best craft beer cities in the U.S., they're looking at 18 hotspots. I said that it was from Forbes, but I was wrong. It was from forders F O R D O R S, which is a travel and. Fooders? Fo- fooders? Foders? I don't know. Foders? I've never heard anybody actually pronounce the word. But, I don't know uh, how to say this, but. Uh, uh, but it's a. Uh, fooders? Fooders? Foders? 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 I don't know. In any so, case, sh- it's a travel magazine. Okay, uh, is is how it originated. And this is from their website, and uh, this is what the headline of the story is. The headline says, "These breweries really raise the bar." Sorry. Well, that was a, that was <laughs> sorry. A, yeah, for the
0: obvious do, do need
2: plan need about those? the obvious plan about raising the bar. Ooh, much better the second time around. Oh, that smells good. All right. So craft beer is uh, just that. It's craft, and creating craft beer is a form of art mixed with science. And certain cities in the U.S., they say, seem to have just a little bit of extra creativity when it comes to brewing fantastic beers. So let's go to their list. I don't believe these are meant to be in ranked order. These are just the 18 cities that they are spotlighting in the Fodder, Fooder, Fodder uh, article. Uh, the first one on the list is San Diego, California and that you expect to see San Diego. You mentioned, uh, of course the um, um, uh, Now, why am I thinking Sierra Nevada is San Diego? It's not, is it? No. It's, uh, it's 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 uh, further, but, but further our, north.
0: But our head brewer... Uh, Ryan mm-hmm. Trailer, the, we call him Cali Boy. He is from San Diego. Uh, He's worked for many breweries over there, so you got, okay, good. Uh, well,
2: there's a, there's a number of great breweries. There's Ballast Point, of course. There's uh, Coronado Brewing Company, Half Door Brewing Company, and uh, there's Carl Strauss Brewing Company, and a little company called Stone. You know, so they've got. They've got their... Uh, San Diego, California. Oh, San Diego, yeah. so, that, so they've got a they've got their share of uh, respectable yes. uh, breweries. So Stone, I, what I, do they know about IPAs? Yeah, I think that belongs on the list. Uh, the second uh, city listed here is Greater Los Angeles, California. Now uh, I will admit I've had Eagle Rock, I've had uh, Santa Monica Brew Works, uh, but I, I don't know, have. I have you had Angel City? Uh, Mm-mm. Bre- so so we may need to uh, you know get get a little more adventurous with our Los Angeles. But I would agree with you. Los Angeles is such a cultural place, you know, because you've got the movie industry and the music industry and all that going on there. You would expect there to be uh, a, a real, you know, a real decent craft beer scene. I know when I was there, I saw that everybody was drinking uh, Firestone Walker. Uh, eight hundred two, eight hundred two. Yeah, which, which is fantastic, which is great. But they're they're from further north. So, uh, anyway, Greater Los Angeles is the next city on the list. I'll agree with this one, Boston, Massachusetts. I'll agree with that because I lived. That was Boston was where I really discovered craft beer, and I discovered it by uh, by becoming acquainted with Harpoon's IPA, which was the hmm. first beer I totally fell in
1: love. And with And I can tell that you didn't. Uh, that you weren't born there, you just lived there for a oh, little yeah. bit because uh, you said Boston, Massachusetts instead of Boston, Mass.
2: Yeah, Boston, Mass. Because nobody uh, that lives there and was born there says Massachusetts. That's true. That's true. And and if you say Massachusetts, they'll almost like draw you and quarter you. <laughs> it's Massachusetts. Chew. Now you you stay here while I go pack the car. So, uh, anyway, Boston uh, started out with tea parties but has become quite a brewing uh, city or area. Uh, Sam Adams, of course, the flagship brand of crap brewing. Uh, And then Harpoon, Sam Adams. That I mentioned. They have Trillium. They have uh, Ipswich uh, Ale Brewery. And let's not forget, by the way, just outside of Boston, Clown Shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot going on brewery wise in the greater Boston area. Asheville, North Carolina, Highland Brewing Company is out of there, and there's a number of uh, uh, other breweries kind of rearing
0: their I, head. Asheville is spectacular. So you have been? Um, uh, I, I was there a month ago. The, yeah. uh, it is. It, it's amazing because you go to you go to Charleston, you take an hour drive, and you're literally going in going in the mountains, you're going up, you're going up. Go going going and then yeah. you go to this place and it's like it's kind of in the middle of the nowhere. You start asking questions like, "How is everything here?" But there's literally like 50 breweries in this in this town that's surrounded by mountains. In the that's mountains, awesome. And
2: and I bet they got some good water too. It's, to, to yeah, brew that beer yeah. From, yeah, I mean
0: it's, it's I mean it's wild. But you just walk from brewery to brewery to brewery to brewery. To brewery. Lexington, Kentucky
2: is also on the list. There's a, a list of uh, of Lexington's breweries, including uh, Brewgrass Trail, Altec Brewing, and Goodwood uh, Brewing. Portland, Oregon makes the list. That doesn't surprise me. We've had a number of really Mm -hmm. good beers on this show from uh, Portland. Uh, Steeplejack, Little Beast, Culmination, and Cascade, uh, known for their sours. So, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay, Uh, I'll give you this one for sure. Uh, There's a whole uh, Beer City Ale Trail uh, thing and a Beer City Hotel package that you can buy if you want to go and and do the right touring uh, there. But Founders Brewery and uh, there's also Atwater Brewing there and Number of others. It's a it's a pretty respectable place. Uh, Atwater made a chocolate stout a while back that was just. Have you had any of the Atwater stuff? No. Uh, Man. It's, it's, it's worth trying. Boulder, Colorado makes the list. This one also, uh, not surprising. Um, uh, there's, uh, you know, there's a, really a lot of good craft brewing going on in the state of Colorado, the Denver area, and Boulder. Fort Collins, Colorado also makes the list. That's home to uh, New Belgium Brewing Company, as well as the Odell Brewing Company, which, you know, Odell is 100% employee owned, which is kind of cool.
1: Uh, you know, they're they're 90 shilling. They actually have quite a few beers mm-hmm. that are really. Really Enjoy, mm-hmm. and I like a lot quality. of their.
2: I like a lot of their uh, seasonals that they put out too. Yeah. They have some really good stuff there, and they have a uh, a peach stand rambler that is outstanding. I haven't tried that. The
1: two that really stand out to me though is the ninety shilling and the APA.
2: Yeah, uh, yes, drum yes. Drumroll APA. Uh, drum APA. Jacksonville, Florida makes the list. Uh, Bold City Brewery, Intuition Ale Works, and more Ardwolf Wolf Ard uh, Wolf Brewing, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I guess if you gotta live in Pittsburgh it's it's at least a, a sort of a consolation prize. To have no, I'm, I'm kidding. Pittsburgh's actually a pretty cool city. Uh, I spent a week there one day. Uh, no, they have, uh, they have you spent a week there one day. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, it, honestly. <laughs> I, I'm really just kidding. I, I like Pittsburgh a lot. Uh, Helltown Brewing, Church Brew Works, uh, and Penn Brewery are just a few. Uh, out of so,
1: Church Brew Works, yeah, is actually in a deconsecrated church, it's an incredibly cool place to go. I would love, and their to food see that. is fantastic as well. I've been there a number of times, yeah.
2: Atlanta, Georgia, uh makes the list, Uh, Monday Night Brewing, which was originally Born out of a Monday evening Bible study group And makes favorites like the Dr. Robot Blackberry Lemon Sour The Space Lettuce Double IPA I'd love to try Space Lettuce <laughs> Space Lettuce That's, uh, That just sounds good uh, There's Sweetwater Brewing, of course, which you've heard of uh, oh, yeah. Orpheus Brewing and Steady Hand Beer Company as well Chicago, Illinois Chicagoans take their crap beer pretty seriously But, of course, they have no credibility because they also like Malort So uh, <laughs> uh, so that just, you know, that just destroys do you Have you had Malort? Yeah um, he's, he's he's totally in he's the totally uh, in, in world. He's, he's probably checking the comments. Ch- uh,
0: I'm, no, I'm looking at this church beer works. This thing is amazing. Yeah. Oh no, it's oh, beautiful. This yeah. is like it's absolutely
2: beautiful. That's wow. That's real gorgeous. Deal. Yes, that's gorgeous. That's- Um, Well, uh, on the list. So so talking Chicago, Moody Tongue is out of Chicago. Oh, yeah, I like Moody Tongue. And then, of course, Goose Island is Mm -hmm. from Chicago, the legendary uh, brewery that started the whole uh, big beer buying small beer uh, rampage. Uh, Ravenswood Corridor is nicknamed Malt Row, and there's a number of of, uh, great new breweries popping up out there. Revolution Brewing is also out of uh, Chicago, as well as uh, Rock Bottom Restaurant and Brewery. Which is uh, known for having some really well crafted um, beers the,
1: the Goose Island thing made me think Have you read the book uh,
0: uh, um, uh, It's called "Bourbon Bird- Barrel Stout and, Stout and, and selling, selling Out, out. It's no, the second you said you you asked whether I read the book, I knew I was out of this. Uh, you, you totally should read this. We had the author
2: on uh, the show uh, quite some time you get ago. Get it on audio. It's fine. It is, it is the
0: story. My audible subscription is strong. Uh, okay, yes. so bourbon barrel, stout, and with selling out.
2: It is the story of when Big Beer finally began to notice scrap beer. They tell the story of Goose Island uh brewing company from oh, the beginning it's enlightening and then and then they talk about what happened when they sold and oh, how wow. it's yeah enlightening is about a about the to put
1: underhanded uh distribution thing all kinds of stuff man it's
2: dirty well
0: like 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 uh, bells recently sold out like yeah. uh, like last, right but like bells
2: though has merged with another craft company so it's not quite as it's a craft nefarious. company under
0: a craft company under like it's the whole thing is like I get it. I get it yeah. yeah I think at the very top of it I think it is is the Korean Global Empire which is like the Anhydra bush of Japan yeah um, but um yeah it's I mean I have friends out that work, that work at bells and and, well, and and they're like well if anything we'll probably get a big pay raise it's like or I'll never see you again I, I, <laughs> I, I wonder if that happened at car you know,
2: we've had uh, uh, David Graham from Carbach on the show yeah, yeah. before, and uh, they were one of the companies acquired by uh, AB during the big. You know, we need to get him yeah. back and find out how it's been after
1: years. Right, of, right, absolutely. You know, I do know this. Rule. I
2: do know this. In Texas, their beer is everywhere. Uh, yes, uh, y- you know, they've got the. The one thing they have accomplished for sure is uh, securing shelf space, and that's got to be because of the pull of Anheuser Bush. So, you know, good for them. I'm I. I you know, as much as
1: that whole situation annoys me, I have to say it's a lot nicer to buy a Love Street than it is to buy a Bud Light. Well you're right about that. Yeah. I, mean, you're right about that. that. I mean, they
0: still employ people like like from Houston. I mean, mm-hmm. all that and to right. push money aside. But the uh it's uh our old photographer, <laughs> we had a photographer for um, that served us when well, it was with us during COVID and then and then my friend D G David Graham, you you took him away from me, and I'll never mm-hmm. I'll never forgive you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The, uh, we'll, the, uh, when we get David Graham on the show next time, we're we're gonna you deliver him that we'll, message. Yes. We'll nail and, that. And, I, we're friends on Facebook. I send I him things all the time. It's yeah. like I'll never forgive what you did. Yeah, and
2: <laughs> and when we have David on the show, we'll go. So we talked to your buddy Tom Painter, and he'd be like, who? he's standing right behind you.
0: (laughs) Let's. uh, I've got a few
2: more cities to cover here, but uh, let's talk about this whiskey because I've been. Oh, you you wanted to talk about it? Well, you guys were were talking. I had a chance to sip some of it, Uh, so I actually uh, refilled mine. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I saw that that happen So he leveled up. So this is Teeling Small Batch Irish Whiskey. Uh, First of all, I generally like Irish whiskey. Uh, It's got a. It's got a sort of a distinct quality to it. Most the Irish whiskey that I've had, uh, that sets pretty well with me. What about you, Ian? Is is uh, is Irish oh, like, whiskey like a regular Irish for you? Yeah?
1: yeah, I like Irish whiskey. I'm a fan. Uh, even even straight up regular Jamesons, I think is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know what? Absolutely. I, I I have a friend of mine. That's that's his his uh, shot du jour.
2: I recommend to people. All and the he time. always does
1: shots of, it and he always goes. And I always take my shot and go like this. And enjoy it.
2: That's delicious. Yeah, because <laughs> it is yeah, anything it really you take is. a shot of sucks. But by the way, a <laughs> Irish whiskey, Slain, twenty five dollars a bottle. Slain Irish yeah. whiskey. And it's wonderful. It tastes like a 50 sixty dollar whiskey. Easy. It's How
1: much does this Teeling cost? This yeah, is the this teeling, is teeling Irish whiskey rum cask finish, small batch rum cask finish. I
2: pick up a little bit of the uh, notes from the rum cask in this. Oh, big time! Really, I, get, I
1: get it on the nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, big time as well. I, what's funny about this is it has no heat at the beginning. Right. There's heat on the, like, there's yeah. heat on the finish. The first few sips, no <laughs> and heat.
0: It, and, it, and it lingers. And I, then I, I, it comes back. How big is your bar at home? Like So, so every week you bring in a bottle, right? Of something? The... Uh... And then, like, how big is it? Oh. It's not as big as some people's. That I've seen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and it's in like, fairness, how dare you call me out? In sir? fairness, Ian, <laughs> Ian, doesn't, Ian doesn't bring the whiskey every week. Sometimes it's me, and sometimes no, you I'm can tell though if, it, if, if whiskey comes in here, it's usually me. But if it's tequila or rum, it's usually him. Yeah, <laughs> which which reflects our bars, I think. I mean, yeah. I do have a lot of whiskey in my bar, but that's probably because I drink the tequila and the rum faster. I haven't counted my bottles,
1: but I do have a shelf space dedicated to just PD whiskeys.
2: okay, yeah. I mean, I'm a, yeah. I was a little surprised you didn't bring a PD one today. You know, I thought this would be fun. Yeah, it is. It is. And fun. It is. I like
1: freaking it. delicious. Have by we, the way, have
2: we figured out the? Has Unstark uh, gotten us the cost of this, the retail price of this yet? Mm, I don't know. He hasn't said anything yet. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we'll come back to that. Let me finish this list of beer cities. Athens, Georgia. Um, so, whenever I think of Athens, I think. It must be kind of hip because that's where, or at least it used to be, like back in the '80s, because that's where like REM came from. Didn't come from out of Atlanta; they came from Athens. I didn't know that. uh, This cool little college town, Uh, Terrapin Beer Company is out of Athens. Creature Comforts and Normal Town Brewing among the uh, breweries. We've had uh, Creature Comforts
1: and Terrapin uh, beers on this show before.
2: Also mentioned Richmond, Virginia. Uh, the Richmond Beer Trail uh, is a big deal there. If you want to go and uh, do the tour, uh, Final Gravity Brewing, Strange Ways, and uh, and then Stone has opened up a, a brewery in uh, the Richmond area. Or it's like a brew house. It's one of their, uh, you, you know, what I'm talking about like right. it's a brewery and a restaurant and all of that, uh, all that kind of stuff. Central New York is uh, mentioned as a place. Uh, not necessarily a city, but a but a geographic area. Uh, Willow Rock Brewing Company is out of there. Syracuse Suds Factory and Good Nature Farm Brewery. Also, Freeport, Maine, mentioned as a uh, as one of the cities. And uh, the Maine Beer Trail is something you should absolutely check out if you're vacationing in that area. Uh, there's uh, Stars and Stripes Brewing. There's Mass Landing Brewing. And of course, if you get to um, Uh, If you get to Portland, Maine, I recommend you spend some time at Shipyard Brewing, which is a great Mm. brewery out of Portland, Maine. There's one more city on here, guys. It is... Dun, dun, dun! Houston, Texas. For real? For real is on this it. list. And by the way, I've just gone through the whole list. I saw Houston, so I kept scrolling so I'd save it for less. Ah. If you're listening uh, to the show from, uh, you know, from wherever you are, Houston is, is where we're from. And we're very proud of the local beer scene in this city. So there's, uh, there's a lot to, be, um, lot to be excited about. And Austin is considered by the rest of the world to be so hip. That people who are writing articles like this one, if they're from California or New York, they almost immediately zero in on Austin and ignore what's going on here in Houston. And I'm thrilled to see that this list did not do that. So they say Austin hosts dozens of breweries, and San Antonio headquarters the famous Pabst Brewing Company. Uh, But the Lone Star State's best brew town may just be Houston. The city has seen, get this... A three, and this is Greater Houston area, okay. a three hundred and forty four percent increase in craft breweries since twenty thirteen, and it's welcomed ten new ones in the past two years. Uh, they uh, they talk about. Uh, uh, They talk about a lot of breweries which we have not like been to or had on the show, which is kind of interesting. Which means there's more for us to uh, there's more for us to explore. Mm -hmm. But but when you look at the Houston brewing uh, the Houston area brewing, when you look at No Label, when you look at St. Arnold, when you look at Ingenious, when you look at uh, at uh, the guys uh, at uh, the one right across from uh, Buffalo Bayou, and from uh, why am I drawing a blank on True Anomaly? Uh, Yeah, Eighth Wonder. Wonder, Thank you. True Anomaly. And there's so many more coming out all the time. Um, It is just, uh, to me, this is as rich a craft brewing scene as any city that I've been to, and I'm so thrilled to see Houston getting. What's inside. the other one
1: that used to be Sigma that's over there too? Uh,
2: that's True Anomaly now, right? No, no. They, no? The, Now they're equal, parks.
1: equal they're parts. They're
0: equal, parks. Right, thank equal parts. Yeah. Parks, thank you. Equal parts. Thank you. Yeah. Still the same guys. They yeah. just did. A, they just changed the name. A big rebrand because they were, you know, they had all this delicious liquid, but something about it wasn't qu- kind of hitting, and then so. A huge rebrand. And are they doing better after the rebrand? Is it, is they, are. Doing they are. That's great. I was just talking to some people at Tap about this last night. We
2: need to talk
1: to them again about coming on the show because we were scheduled to get them on the show and then they were like, We'll we're, get back to you cuz we got to hold off for a minute. And then all of a sudden they were
2: they changed their name. Their name was yeah. changed uh-huh. and then we never, you know. Yeah, we you know, we'll we'll get back to that too. And you know, it's been a while since we had the Spindle Tap folks on as yeah. well. It's so interesting to hear you talk about other breweries and, you know, friends and and connections that you have there because it I've always hoped that it was this way, that the competition is friendly and that there's a lot they, of they actually actual, have
1: secret meetings at different yeah, breweries from right, time to time the, That they there's they actual camaraderie. Each other's beer have you been he's looking at me looking he's yes, like, yeah he's actually, like, how do you know bit of <laughs> we, we, we had one
0: of those meetings Monday. Yeah. You son of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of I little bit of a all right, who leaked the information? See, I know
2: it's there. Who's I just a, need to figure out how to get in. He's going, it's those
0: bastards at Buffalo Bayou. That's who it is. <laughs> the, uh, I, I used to work at Buffalo Bayou. The, uh, by the <laughs> way,
2: I, that was just, I picked that randomly. I have no
0: issues
1: with Buffalo dude, Bayou. Buffalo Bayou's 1836 oh, is dude. one of the most brilliant beers.
2: Dude, it really is. And that re- beer is so good with a cigar, mm-hmm. It's unreal. How good that beer is with the
0: cigar. Uh, for me, it's always been gingerbread stout, or uh, oh, yeah, or or, uh-huh. or great white, or I believe they re- rebranded that as lighting up. The uh, lighten but, up, uh, yeah. Uh, the I'm looking forward to the
2: gingerbread stout for this year because they put a new one out every year.
0: So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, but yeah, there's lots of good breweries in town. Like I definitely, when I think of crap breweries i think of st Arnold's spindle tap uh, like Valensons, 11 below those are my mm-hmm. Eleven would, is great yeah what i would consider my my besties of my mm-hmm. like people that i'm in mean, like active chains with like the ownership and it's, when you, uh, it's when always, you like, talk to 11 guys, below <laughs> let them know that my
1: absolute favorite uh, oktoberfest beers in the entire world are st arnold's and the 11 below oktoberfest they're both and i just buy them like one and then the a, other because so B, good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Eleven below, they're like,
0: inter- they're interesting guys because they're kind of they're kind of under the radar. They're also, kind of, their Oso yeah. Bueno is brilliant. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. uh, their Big Mistake and all that, but like they kind of every year they they get more and more market share, but they're just kind of like they're kind of quiet about they, it. Right? Yeah, yeah, because they don't have a large tap room. They don't have yeah. this grandiose like you know like with Buff they you know have like this Death Star operation off you know Washington <laughs> yeah. right with this view and it's very like it's very they got loud. all upstairs command center like, in that uh, new you know, building. It's, it's very loud and very. And but but 11, but a below's below is just like hey guys. We're here, inching, inching, our way, <laughs> inching our way into your refrigerator. Yeah, that should be their slogan.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's take a break. We're going to come back and uh, taste. You've got one more beer that we haven't tasted. Do you want to reveal it now, or you want to wait for the final for our well, next? Wait segment. for that final segment. Okay, so we'll wait for the next segment, and of course, the next, next segment is delicious. By the, the way, the next segment, but oh, it really is, and we should come back and talk more about that as well. So we got a lot to do because in the next segment, not only will we have more whiskey, we'll have this final uh, beer from No Label, but we'll also have a little thing we like to call drinking news. Stand by. It's next on Smoking and Toastin'. This is the program all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. And we are glad to have you with us for show number 260, just a little more than halfway to 300. We're brought to you by uh, MyCigarShirts.com, great shirts on the web for people who uh, love the leaf. It's MyCigarShirts.com because... Cigars. Yes. Before we get to drinking news, I want to take a minute to to congratulate and recognize a few people that I work with here at the uh, company that does uh, smoking and toasting we are uh, we're just one of the many things that this company uh, has going on and one of the things that we uh, that we do is we do an uh, internet-based uh-huh. Yes. I'm not saying that your hiring
1: policy is casual, but I think I worked here for two years before I realized I was an employee. <laughs> I think that's probably
2: right. And during that time, how many but beers? Did I'm not you...
1: actually joking about
2: that. And, and during that time, how many beers did you take out of the refrigerator? There, there was a few. Yeah, yes. exactly. So, the, so there's, the hiring policy is not the only thing that's casual, <laughs> right? but we do get some things done. Uh, in fact, one of the uh, projects that we uh, do here, we've launched a, a while ago. It's been around, it's been gaining strength, and doing really, really well. Uh, is is a radio station on the internet called Made in Texas Radio that features music Texas from radio. Uh, Texas uh, artists, Texas country music artists, and uh, people who are a part of the Texas music scene. Um, and I would like to congratulate Keegan Lucas, who is the station manager. Hustling. He hustles for that, and he also. Uh, usually has a bottle of whiskey in his desk somewhere in case we have a guest that doesn't yes, show. He does. yes, yellow yes, yes. rose uh, and uh, and leaves <laughs> us hanging. Yellow rose. Uh, so uh, we, three times. Yeah, <laughs> yellow rose. Uh, so no, in fairness, it was only twice. Okay, sorry. They only stiffed us twice, but they did so at the last minute both times. Not that I. It, we still remember it or anything? Yeah, it's a good thing you don't hold a grudge. And thankfully, though, Keegan Lucas uh, had a bottle of the uh, Metallica Blackened in his uh-huh. uh, in his desk drawer the last time, so uh, we got to we got to taste that thanks to his generosity. But he does a great job with that station, and also want to uh, recognize the music director uh, Jesse Andrus, because they just brought home, and I have the shiny belt buckle with my name on it to prove it. They just brought home the Ooh, award for thing. Internet Radio Station of the Year from the Texas Country Music Association. So, that is fantastic, so, yeah. uh, and it's it's kind of ironic because I don't own a belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you were talking so about be smelling
1: a... belts earlier. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I've smelled a belt, but I but I, I don't own one. So
1: you don't have one at the house that you can just I, smell.
2: I might have an old one hanging in the closet somewhere. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, congratulations to uh, Keegan and Jesse and everybody that is involved uh, with Made in Texas Radio. You guys do a great job. So, all right, time, my friend, to drink and time. For drinking news. Drinking news, drinking news. Now it's time for
1: drinking news. Drinking news, drinking news. Now it's time for drinking news. A Florida man with one arm said he had a gator for a pet. When asked about his absent arm, he said, "Uh, I had to take my gator to the vet. (laughs) Drinking news, drinking news. Now it's time for drinking news
2: cheers y'all a quick reminder for those who might be new to this segment the drinking news is uh stories that we find that are in the news somewhere they don't come from the onion or the weekly world news they're they're believed at least to be true to the best of our ability and uh drinking news stories are uh sometimes but not always about drinking but they are generally best enjoyed if you've been drinking also
1: Uh i want to point out i can't remember what uh episode it was was it it, what's our, uh, it was almost 100 episodes ago Yeah Or less, no 70 episodes ago-ish Yeah The very first drinking news where I had the song Yes Where I debuted the song Was quite possibly one of the funniest <laughs> Most <laughs> ridiculous drinking
2: news at all time yes. I'm sorry, go ahead That was the one with the guy growing the penis on his arm Yes Yes. Yeah. So there you go Uh, It happens. There's a teaser. Quite frankly, not all drinking news stories can be that good. I mean, we set the bar way high (laughs) with (laughs) with that one. Uh, But, you know, as they say, arm-growing penises happen. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe they don't. Uh, Sometimes as for a man must
1: grow a penis on his arm.
2: So, now I feel just completely <laughs> underwhelmed by today's drinking news. I just want you to know that. Um, by the way, we not only, we have not only one, we have two drinking news theme songs. Every now we bre- now and then That's we right. break out the alternate. Break one that the Chris Morris. Chris version. Morris did, which is about fighting a kangaroo and uh, a whole bunch <laughs> of other stuff, which is always fun. Uh, all right, drinking news for show number two hundred and sixty. A Florida woman. Oh, I love. (laughs) At least we got that right. A Florida woman was arrested on Sunday and charged with the DUI for erratic driving. Forty-five-year-old Maria Jerglewicz of Saint Petersburg. That's easy for you to say. Yeah. Notice how how well I did with that. That You practiced. Uh, Yeah. Maria Jerglewicz of Saint Petersburg, Florida, was pulled over around 2 a.m. on Sunday by an officer from uh, the uh, county sheriff's department in order to. Check the well-being of the driver for sickness, injuries, or impairment. This is after they'd seen her weaving pretty seriously across the road. She'd reportedly been swerving and driving in a dangerous manner. Uh, the officer observed that Jurglewicz's speech was, quote, slurred and mumbled, and that she had a strong odor of alcohol on her breath, according to the arrest affidav- affidavit. Jurgelowicz was also uh, reportedly having trouble following the simple instructions given by the uh, deputy. Upon further questions, uh, the woman went with a seldom-used egg roll defense. Jurgelowicz used the egg roll defense? Yeah, the, the very, rarely, the used, the very rarely used egg roll defense. She told the officers that she was not drunk at all. Hadn't even been drinking. She'd been eating an egg roll while driving, causing the car uh, causing the car to swerve. Oh, the egg roll that's that's a tough
1: defense because I've had friends that have tried to use the um, the the munchos
2: or yes. the uh, potato chip bag. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. Defense, but mm-hmm. uh... <laughs> uh, w- while no egg roll could be located uh, or, or any pieces of an egg roll because she ate it, no pieces of an egg roll were found in her possession. No traces of uh, egg roll on her teeth. No egg roll Uh, DNA to be found uh, on the scene. A number of other things were found in Drigowitz's car. Jurgulowicz's car. Uh, according to the affidavit, included a cut-up red plastic straw with white powdered residue on the inside, uh, in addition to a variety of loose pills found in containers and plastic baggies. The pills were a mix of controlled substances and some were prescription only, but Jurglewitz, uh reportedly did not have a prescription for any of them. Uh, oh. Some of the pills were later identified by investigators as the op- opioid tramadol. Uh, that medication is typically used to treat uh, moderate to severe pain, but is abused, of course, as a narcotic. Jurglewicz later admitted to law enforcement officers that she had been drinking at her boyfriend's house earlier in the night. Investigators believe she was also under the influence of a number of the pills they found in her possession. While this may not be the first time that the egg roll defense has been used, I believe it's safe to say that it continues to be less than successful. (laughs) Jurglewicz was taken to jail and that is your Drinking news, drinking news. That was
1: time for drinking news.
2: Cheers, all <laughs> Okay. I was,
1: hey, you said Jurglewitz so many times, and I'm surprised you
2: never messed it up. <laughs> quite quite frankly, I don't know if the story would have made drinking news <laughs> if her name wasn't Jurglewitz And you didn't get to say Jurglewitz, uh the like seven or eight times. The egg roll defense. The egg roll defense, yeah. I wasn't drunk, I was just having an egg roll. Never mind that there's no, like... Egg roll. Of course,
1: you didn't find an egg roll. I ate it.
2: Yeah, see, yeah. All right, um, there goes your evidence. I will say <laughs> they got us
1: working in shifts.
2: I will say, <laughs> uh, I will say that while uh, you were playing the theme song, I, I took a little sip of this next beer, and I
0: gotta get Tom to talk to us about this because this is this is awesome. This is uh, the floor is Java. Um, <clears throat> There's a Netflix show called The Floor is Lava. This is The Floor is Java. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is our L- M mixed out uh, with Cats Coffee. Um, it is uh, fantastic. The label is a, is, a, is a throwback to to Mario. But uh, yeah, yeah. But is that
1: you on there?
0: So, so this is funny. So, there's a guy named Rutledge Wood who hosts uh, The Floor is uh, Java mm-hmm. uh, or The Floor is Lava uh, rather, and he happens to. Let me see if I can pull this. This up. can is
2: fantastic, by yeah. the way. And uh, so, just while he's pulling that up, the floor is lava is a uh, a, a sort of a goofy uh, game show. Oh, is this, this he, is a malt floating <laughs> on some. <laughs> so
0: wait a second, that's not you. This is the host of the floor is lava. You have a doppelganger. Yes, right. you do. <clears throat> and so, and he he hosts uh, like a uh, t- uh, uh, Top Gear. He hosts this show. He 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 does all the he does a lot of NASCAR uh, uh, sports. Cat. What's his name? Rutledge Wood. Okay, so the next time I run into you,
1: like, out in a social setting, I'm going to be like, it's Rutledge Wood! Yeah, so... So, long
0: story short, uh, so the, the designer found and out.
2: David Graham from Carbuck would go, I love that
0: guy. <laughs> so, uh, I love that guy. He owes me five dogs. <laughs> uh, the, but Rutledge Wood, he uh, he would got tagged in some of this stuff. And then, because um, our designer saw that it was Rutledge Wood, that it looked like Rutledge Wood. She's like, oh my God, I need to put you on the labels. Like, I've been on too many labels already. She, and he's, she's like, you got to be in there. I was like, well, just dump me in the lava and kill me. And they, so she did. The, uh, <laughs> and But then R- R- Rutledge actually. He got tagged in something on on, on Instagram And he reached out to us And he was like First of all You guys are using my likeness Yada 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 and, and, and it was like it's like oh well. And I sent him my picture. And he's like holy hell. <laughs> and, the, uh, and, and he's like I'm so sorry for you. And then,
2: <laughs> he's like and, and then, then now, and, and now your buddies, right? Yeah. And he and
0: he and he, and he actually had me. Uh, he was like just send me a bunch of beer. and Send me a bunch of Flores Java stuff. A bunch of no label stuff. And then he's you know he's got like two hundred thousand Instagram followers and all that stuff. And That's but he's a. But yeah, he he he's always, he always promotes the stuff, and, and we do. And every time he's like, "When's it coming out?" I, I need some for my house or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll, send, I'll send it your way. He's like, "Don't give up my address." Like, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you want to keep That's him awesome. close, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well,
1: so the floor is lava is this is this is brilliant. It's very Mario. It has a malt sitting on top of a little. Uh, Hop barge, yep, 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 going on, and then there's a couple levels of things that you would it's jump like, on with it's a hop. It's coffee beans and, and hops. Oh, it's coffee beans! well, Sorry, well there's, well, there's
0: uh, all the brown stuff. It's a coffee bean, and then you had, the and then you got the, got the hops. And I like the, the little alligator like thing that's in the <sighs> Java. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, it, it, it's a it's a fun. So some, some people buy it for the like the label. Again, we talked about this, but uh <laughs> well, the floor is lava comes from the the kid the game that kids play where. They pretend
2: that the floor right, is made of lava, right. and so you only can step on the couch and the cushions and right. other no. stuff to make your way across the uh, mm-hmm. uh, the living room. And then that got turned into this uh, game show that right, your yeah. doppelganger hosts. Yes, and uh, and now the floor is Java is your uh, take off on this because there's no mistaking it. I mean, this is all. And the question
1: coffee. is,
0: yes. which one of you is the evil twin? Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, I can every every time people run up to me, it's like, hey, man, it's like, it's like, it's like you said that stuff about my sister. it's like, that wasn't me. That was Rut. <laughs> <Who>? <laughs> you, ask, you ask which one's the evil twin, and he could tell you, <laughs> right. but he'd have to kill you. Right. So
1: draw your own conclusions. Right. Have you tried some of the whiskey with this coffee? Style? I have not. I really my, was thinking my, about my, that.
2: My whiskey is uh, strangely empty. Perhaps your whiskey it's is broken. Of, perhaps it's because of A the small. A man could get drangry. The small nature way. of the uh, whiskey cup.
1: Are you familiar uh, with being drangry?
0: Actually, I think this cup might actually work for it. <laughs> right down the center. There you yes. go. More?
1: Oh, yeah, full shot.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Wow, there you go. He's going to do the uh, uh, the true Irish car bomb with Irish if whiskey. I wish I could get the center of my cup clear and have it
1: with the whiskey. Mm. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, so you're opening first the next
2: of one. All, first of all, the floor is Java. Is just that. I mean, it is Java. It is coffee. It is rich roasted coffee bean uh, is the prominent note, and it just a what's the uh, ABV on the floor is uh, Java? It's six point three. So it's not like it's a eleven or twelve or something crazy. It, it, but it's it, got it's got a good uh, sort of a stout mouthfeel to it.
0: We have a little bit of it sitting in a barrel right now. So in about a year time, I can, well, we'll, we'll see how far mm-hmm. the ABV goes up. <laughs> Well, I, uh, so interestingly enough, when you go from the beer to oh, the whiskey,
2: yeah. uh, it really changes and shifts the flavor profile of the whiskey. When you go back to the beer after the whiskey, it actually mellows it out a little bit. Oh, you did a car bomb for me. This, this, see, this is the kind of this is the way I used We're to drink. We're a progressive drink. show. It's the way I, it's the way I used to drink that used to get me in trouble. So um, they wow. blend
0: very well together. They taste very good. So
2: they're fantastic
1: one after the other in both directions, and the uh, the Java Stout brings out a mm. super lush sweetness out of the Irish It whiskey. sure does. Yeah. yeah. And in the other way around, uh, the now Irish I can't whiskey, go back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Irish whiskey brings out this beautiful, uh, which is like, so Irish, by the way, rich, bold <laughs> coffee flavor. <laughs> Wow <laughs> He snorted That got, was awesome I love that
2: That's the best Okay so c- Can't go All back right. by the way Mark this Mark this down As one of the good episodes uh, So yeah No wow. this is This is really Really terrific um, I, I'm w- impressed WTF Yes that's very good I'm impressed By the God bless um, his cups by, yeah, I know <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit here I, here I was Making fun of these things For the whole uh, episode And apologizing for them And it turned out To be the perfect uh, The perfect accessory For this segment like uh, who to thunk it? Okay, so uh, this is available
0: at retail also yes, now. So it just it.
2: all three of these beers today <laughs> for those of you. So, who are so out. if
0: the floors Java, you can find at H E B's, uh, uh, Kroger's, uh, Specs, Total Wines, and then the Hop Solo Mandalorian you can find sporadically. This we did a huge launch for it. This these two will be a little more harder to get, especially this one. But Flores Java is readily available right now, anywhere. But I would just encourage you to go big on
2: the Mangalorean. Mm. I think you got a real winner there. If yes, you crank yeah. some more of those babies out.
0: Absolutely. Uh, all three of them are 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 one hundred percent available at the uh, at one place called No Label Tap Room right now. Yes, but, absolutely. But um, but yeah. Now, uh, where
1: exactly you're located in Katy? So, uh, for anybody who's not familiar with the Katy area. Um, it's down the most enormous freeway, ever. Yes. On the west side of Houston, so you just take I ten west and out of the and you history. keep driving and you keep driving and then you stop and you inch forward and you stop and you inch forward. Well, and you keep doing that or, for about thirty or more or minutes. Or you could
2: take the HOV lane.
1: Yes, they actually have the I ten expressway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, oh, that's right, right, that's right, and, and they. The uh, you use the easy tag on that one, mm-hmm. yeah, and
0: that, that that'll take you. I'll take you all the way. So so once you get out to ninety nine, where are you located? So literally, so it's like first exit. You take take Katie Mills. Uh, you exit Katie Mills. You, you hang a right about a less than a minute. Like you'll see giant silos pull in where all the people and all the live music is, and that's us. Oh, it's right I, there. <laughs> gotta tell you,
1: see so your moments off the freeway. So, uh, Cruz, these glasses, these stupid glasses that mm-hmm. you bought happened to actually come in it and turn out to be the hit of the show i'm afraid so <laughs> for those of you not uh, uh not watching this josh um i want you to understand that what we've done is we've taken these car bomb glasses and we made car bombs yeah we poured the irish whiskey irish in the whiskey middle and in we're the having middle. the stout on the outside yeah.
0: and sip by sip this is fantastic it really it, is good listen the, like the coffee the stout the irish whiskey is all blending together i'm, I'm yeah, everything's activating on, on my insides. Yeah, <laughs> makes
2: makes me want to watch a Robert De Niro movie, doesn't it? <laughs> it just seems just seems right. It just seems right. Well, um, this is uh, literally terrific, even without the Irish whiskey. By the way, it's a really, really, really flavor-forward flavor um, uh, stout. This is a- so.
1: There's a couple things about this stout. Uh, that are really fun. First off, it is a stout, and it's very stout in its, it's also stoutiness. A, it's a
0: milk stout, so it's a very mm-hmm. sessionable stout.
1: But it's not it's not a huge uh, mouthfeel either. It's a little thinner mouthfeel than I was expecting, but it, in a pleasant way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has a little more carbonation than I was expecting in a pleasant way. And then the coffee notes are just... Like fantastic, and,
0: that, and that's all local cat's coffee.
1: I was about to ask you what, is, what
0: kind of coffee you using. It's cat's coffee. It's lo- they're, lo- they're located right next to Carbach. <laughs> they have a, a tremendous facility. If if you ever get lucky enough to, to like to get over there, They'll, they're 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 the they're the nicest guys, and they run like their operation is just ridiculous.
1: Well, this this just like scooted to like the top of the coffee beer list. Because I always thought that one of the absolute best coffee beers was the uh, coffee porter from, um, Real Ale? from Real Ale, which is just fantastic, and this takes that to a bigger
0: level. I will be sure to deliver that news to our brewer.
2: Uh, yeah, it'll be, it'd be thr- because that's a, uh, around these parts. That's a pretty legendary. Well, uh, porter. and you're you're right, on my alley. I love stouts. I
1: love porters. Like I just love big sweet beers a lot of times. And uh, and this
0: this is flavor-wise, just fantastic. And it's also the season for it, you know? It is. Yeah, like when the, it really As the weather moves. gets cold for those two weeks, uh, you know, we could all enjoy some nice warm stuff. Um, you know,
1: I, I have to tell you, as a person who at least once to twice a year goes and floats down a river, I will drink coffee stouts floating down a river. I don't care.
2: So you're, you've never been hampered by that you know these beers are supposed to. be I don't be for have winter. to have a late, late,
1: yeah. fluffy beer to float down the river. By
2: the way, speaking
1: of baking guess, in the sun, it's okay if I'm drinking a barley wine. I have
2: no problems with that. By Oof. the way, speaking of uh, that's, that's one way to get the date. Speaking <laughs> of winter beers, guess what I just Talk saw about is beer. out. What's that? Anchor Steam's Christmas Ale for twenty twenty. Ah, we have to try so that. I haven't bought any yet, but we'll be getting some and trying some Anchor of Anchor Steam, the show.
0: legendary brewery. Yeah, yeah. and, you say, you and that, their
2: Christmas Ale is amazing. I'm a big fan of Christmas
0: sales. I'm a big fan of seasonal beers because I think like Pumpkinator from St. Arnold and, mm-hmm. and Pumpkin beers in general, they, they remind me of a, of a certain time. Yes, mm-hmm. you can drink them anytime, but when when, when that season's there, it's like smell of just like right. opening oh, a, a beer, beer and get uh, it. honestly
2: it used to be for me that it was when you would start seeing the christmas decorations go up in the uh, stores that I would start to get in the holiday season now that happens in and july knock-over. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, so for me it's almost that first taste of a really great Oktoberfest or a Christmas ale mm-hmm. uh, that really sort of pulls me into that holiday feeling. See,
1: and I, and I'm now in in the uh, in the mode of when I see Oktoberfest, whether it's Eleven Below or. Uh, San Arnold. Arnold, I have to now snap them up because I'm just not going to see them.
2: Right, you know, it's no. not gonna be like they're going to be
1: all sold out.
2: Well, the Christmas ales are, and they're only going to be good
1: for another month or two anyway, because they, don't, you know, you can't really store them. Any oh, yeah. any
2: plans for you guys to do uh, a seasonal like a Christmas ale in the future?
0: Yeah, we do have a, a, a brown ale that uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's 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 in our tap room right now, uh, but we're going to do package uh, next year. It's called Holidays. It's a nut brown ale. Uh, and if you, if you can't all those things together, uh, it's so good. I put two it's things just together. So good.
2: We, uh, it, it's beautiful. We have a squ- We should have. We should have done that in the first segment. We shouldn't have waited. It for really takes thing. balls to come up with a name like that. It doesn't it? Yeah. The uh our
0: uh, uh yeah, the can's beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. uh when it uh, when it comes out, it's a squirrel r- running around a yard and he's trying to find a nut. It's like and, and he's right. throwing out all these hops and I, I was explaining it to our designer and who's Shannon, and Shannon was just kind of like, oh, you're calling a beer D's Nuts? I was like, no, Shannon, it's, call- it's called it's Holla Deez. It's a cute squirrel named D's and he's running around the yard, and he's looking for a nut, and he doesn't want any hops because it's a nut brown ale. It's like, Tom, it's a very subtle way of saying D's Nuts. I was like, well, yes. I, I, <laughs> yes. I mean,
2: you, if you want to come out You've got me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you're a child.
2: I was like, I work at a brewery. I don't, yes, I don't, yeah.
0: I've well, never matured.
2: <laughs> Let me just pass this along can, because I'm sorry. I, I was
1: just gonna say, uh, uh, can you next time you talk to your uh, your uh, brewmeister, okay? Can you just say that I really like barley wines and not like the hoppy American kind? Okay.
0: We're actually gonna have a, a barley's barley one at our anniversary uh, uh, Saturday after Thanksgiving. We we, ha- we had one Saturday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're so, mm-hmm. so if, you, if you come over, send me a message. I'll hook you guys up. Right. The uh the we have a barrelage barley wine. We we ha- we we released the regular barley wine last year and we have a barely-aged one this year. It's called Uh This Is Fine. It was our tribute to twenty twenty. It was just it was like the meme of that guy, and it was just a brewery on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. That's so good.
2: Uh, my favorite, my, my, my bre- favorite 2020 meme is your brewery club, brewing clubs, uh, your uh, uh, CCSD shirt for 2020. It just has a dumpster that's on fire on the back. Says 2020. <laughs> it
0: really was. Really uh, was. That's that, so last year. That's why I think this year for Christmas is going to be uh, real big. Because last year everyone was kind of like was a little hesitant and whatever. But now this year, it's like the first year I have not been upset that everyone's, like, breaking out Christmas decorations early. So Saturday
1: after Thanksgiving, you guys are going to have that out in Katy, which is only an hour's drive out of Houston. Should only take us about
2: three hours to get there then. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got here about 30 minutes, guys. Dude, I get easy tag. Seriously, get easy tag. It's worth it. <laughs> no, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just telling you. Uh, by the way, we're talking about 2020. We're still feeling the impact of it now with this whole supply chain thing. And now I read that supply chain delays could mean that we will soon be paying more for craft beer and wine. Is
0: that a possibility? uh not on our end uh not right now right now uh, glad to hear that by the way is uh, best uh, news of the day yeah right, right now everything is good on our end i could see how that probably for a brewery's out of state though i could see how things can start going because it's definitely it's getting definitely more difficult to get things here we have to get more in advance and stuff like right, that right. it's uh it it's definitely an issue last year we had I would say almost. We had supply issues in terms of like cans and stuff. I remember, mm-hmm. we, like we actually couldn't get any cans, oh, yeah, can and, can and, we, and we had Eighth Wonder actually lent us their cans and we these just slap these on. labels on top of them yeah that is so cool i remember <laughs> seeing a whole bunch yeah. of
2: relabeled cans yeah. So. yeah yeah it's so cool though that they did that yeah. i mean that's a that's just awesome
0: yeah no it's like that's one of those examples that we we're talking about before about about our, yeah yeah that, sort of a
2: brotherhood right
0: yeah i mean in some ways we are competitors in some aspects but in a lot of ways we aren't especially when you think about all the people that are brewers and all the people that are sales reps those people they'll end up They'll end up working
2: for somebody else eventually, right? I, I, yeah. I
0: tell people all the time, you know, in this industry, uh, don't be an asshole to someone because, the, it, like, there's so much nepotism, or like people get traded around a lot, or, or leave yeah. and go to places. Yeah, yeah. So, don't be an asshole to this guy over here because if he ends up going to some brewery over there and some some brewers on the way trade out, it up, trade right, he's not going to come. This, yeah. So just absolutely just, just don't be a piece of shit. So, so you're saying what I really want to
1: know is how do I get invited to one of those secret brewery people meetings? (laughs) That's where I'm headed with this. You know, I'm sorry, you had something. You could
2: come in and just be real quiet and sit in the corner by yourself, right? You wouldn't. You wouldn't make. I'm gonna work on this. You wouldn't make. One day
1: you're gonna go to one of those and you will be like, I know that guy.
0: (laughs) It's the third Monday of
2: every month, and you're gonna be like, Who told him where we were this month? That's what you'd be that's what you'd be saying I uh, know just with the the whole supply chain issue uh you, what you're saying is that you don't anticipate it causing price increases not locally. at least for your guys right not,
0: not 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 locally anywhere locally yeah and it, does does something
2: like that also kind of increase the incentive to uh use local uh or regional products and, oh. and try to try to source uh close to home
0: oh like absolutely like we have a like we, we use a label company and right now they're running like 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 five, six weeks, but they're a big national company and, and, and but I deal with people locally that work mm-hmm. at the company but right. they're, they're but they're national, right? And they and they do work for everywhere around the nation. So we're just in a big long queue, but then it's like and they'll talk to us oh, I have a buddy in Pearland. Like he sent me a message today, it's like there's a guy out here, he'll do he'll do labels in five days. And it's like you know, like, like, like yeah, it's putting me, it's right, putting right. a it's 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 relationship. stuff that's tough too because you already have a relationship. Yeah, right. So, so what do sure. you do? It's a balancing act. The, sure. But, uh, but I think for the most part, prices here, everything will be will be the same. We've, we it's have had now. to buy, get a little bit ahead of, of stuff. A little bit more planning has kind of kept everything, uh, even steady but there's other breweries any brewery like pushing stuff out of state you know anything with shipping and logistics that stuff is mm-hmm. like
1: now what about things like uh like the organics like hops and things like that is that uh, a lot of that stuff grown here in state and, and it's not being that difficult no certainly not that all all, no. no no,
0: no. We, like we source almost everything from like like out of state we have oh, okay. hop contracts like like well i meant in, in in the united states sorry that's i misspoke yeah but uh but yeah all. All, all that's here, but it still takes
2: not a lot of hop growing in
0: Texas, right? No, no, people have tried. So much. Yeah, it's
2: not really conducive, though, to uh, to the conditions that the hops need.
0: Right? People have gone out of their way to try to make it happen, but like it's like almost like so much work. Why? Like why? Right? Right? right, right, right. right. Like, At some like, point, like you can make it happen,
2: but it's not. It's like, but why would you? They're trying to
0: create these 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 farmed facilities, controlled and mm-hmm, whatever. It's mm-hmm. like this is a lot of work, so someone can have that first. Texas hop, which which really would, it's almost like a marketing gimmick to. Right, uh, right like, just to be able to say that it's right, Texas. Yeah. Right, exactly. Well, the, exactly. The premium would be so high. So
2: so let me ask you this uh, with you planning, you know, more in advance, as you said, uh, will these be your last uh, wide release uh, beers uh, between now and the end of the year, or is there something else coming?
0: Um, Perpetual Peace, our barrel-age We Heavy will be making its way into stores. We love wee Heavies. Uh, the first week of December. Oh. That, that, nice. and, and that will be the the last release of the year. Oh, perpetual oh, peace. PP? Yes, yeah, so, a, a, a little PP never hurt anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, 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 and, and with that, <laughs> we'll, we'll be right back and smoking in toast. Now look what you did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Whiskey's really good. Dude, I almost think
2: we've been drinking Back at Smoking and Toasting, this program is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand rolled cigars. We've talked about all of those things uh, on today's show, and we've done so with uh, Tom Pater from No Label Brew. I'm so glad you uh, came back onto the show, Tom, and and you didn't come in empty handed by any means. You I should have brought more
0: Java for this whiskey. This combination is amazing. The combination (laughs) is working.
2: It is working. But uh, but seriously, these these are three really all three of them really great beers. And you know, I I realize you know sometimes it must yeah you know, i'll say something like that and you must think well of course they are we wouldn't put them out if they're not but seriously there's plenty of beers out there that i taste that i'm like this is good but i don't say this is great and when you when you kind of cross that next threshold to me where where it makes me think i need to go and buy some of this to you know, because we get to taste a lot of beers. I'll yeah. be honest; we get to taste a lot of beers and a lot of uh, different spirits and stuff. There's a there's a certain bar that you hit where where I say I'm going to go now and pay my own money right. to get some on of this to home, enjoy on right? my own time. And I could say that about all three of these beers are worthy of that. And so that's uh, you know, so, uh, uh, not that I'm you know some sort of. Uh, be all in all of 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 criticism i'm just saying as a consumer as somebody who will buy these things i will buy these beers well, and, well thank and, you i mean and, they're, they're
0: three different three very different beer styles yeah so it's kind of uh across the board but uh if you guys listen if you guys want this and more come to our anniversary you know you guys are invited well, so come you. i will take care of you guys i'm
2: gonna be away but i'll have to take a rain check
0: so uh, well if he comes out you need a. And oh, if I he comes have out, plans for it. Now. If he
2: comes out, he'll drink
0: for the both of us. Trust me. But, well, you, you, I, can give, I can give you some cases. You can okay, bring, bring okay, some okay. back.
2: <laughs> well, listen, uh, and and I probably won't see that because Ian's still harboring resentment over a certain bottle of uh, Isle of Fiji rum. From yeah, medication. make sure
1: you give me the uh, the cases <laughs> for me and him, and I'll I'll make sure he gets them. Yeah. When I just
2: something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's never let me forget it. Uh, he's never let me. Doesn't matter what other things I do. To, uh, to try to make up for it He's never let me forget it
0: It's the season of Christmas You yeah. know there's <laughs> also that thing where
1: You you gave me a half a bottle of whiskey And I gave you a whole bunch of beers at one time oh, You always okay, complain okay, okay. about whoa, that Well back up They're A whole,
2: whole bunch, bunch of, of beers, beers. Uh, Tom would you please ask him what those beers were I mean were? it must
1: have been like Seven or eight different like huge Like bomber and bigger bottles Yeah
2: if you can call something in plastic A bomber <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> so during the pandemic's uh, first days, before we were comfortable getting back into the studio and doing the show sure. in here, uh, we decided to try. And, and we did this for about uh, two months, I mm-hmm. think. We did shows on uh, on <laughs> Skype. And, uh, you know, the Internet quality was hit and miss. But we did our best. And uh, so for one of those shows, we had a guest on via Skype, and it was our, uh, our buddy Christian Olave from uh, Jura and uh, the Dalmore oh, uh, yeah. uh, whiskeys. And we were talking about the cigar malt. So since Christian wasn't here in the studio to bring the whiskey to us, I went out that week and bought a bottle of the cigar malt whiskey, which is not an inexpensive whiskey. It's a really uh, it's good one. 150, yeah, it's, it's $150, 160 it's 150 $160, right? Well. So I went and I purchased this. And then I split, I, I, I poured half the bottle into another container and I left it at the front desk of my building. This is when like, it was you, in didn't a see. you didn't want to so see anybody. You know. uh, it wasn't a sprite bottle, was it really? I don't think it was a sprite bottle. It's a sprite bottle, okay, but it was or a, or, or equivalent. It, sorry, it had been it had been cleaned, whatever it was. <laughs> so I gave him. It's not like I was I had fine crystal to offer you. Uh, so I gave him half a bottle of the one hundred and sixty dollars cigar malt. Uh, the next week, Ian took care of getting the beverages and dropped off a package for me at my building. Mm. Uh, oh, I mean, and, there must have been like nine or ten different. There were. It was our giant bottles malt of... liquor blind taste test. Okay, he dropped off a whole bunch of old English and and uh, 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 Schlitz malt liquor and uh, uh, what else was in but there? But there was a lot. There was a lot. You know,
0: we actually have a malt liquor our, our uh, at, at our brewery. Our, 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 our head brewer, <laughs> yeah, really? Our, our head brewer. He 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 got one day. He, he was like, it's like, man, craft malt liquor. It was like. Sure, oh, you know, dude, whatever makes I you happy. Know. I don't <laughs> know. And, yeah. they, uh, and so we have Old Katie 800. It's in our It sounds right. It, uh, <laughs> it, it, it is surprisingly delicious, and, and, and uh, our, head, our head brewer just cracks me up. He's like, he's like I'm in the back. I'm playing craps. And it's like, you know what I'm drinking? I was like, I know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's I love uh, that it's uh, it's and it's delicious though. It is it, well, so the guy, the guy
2: uh, who's playing craps and drinking that every, is the same guy that formulated these beers. We gotta <laughs> we gotta cut him some slack. Every
1: once it. in a while, so uh, I'm in a brew club, sort of. We're in a we're, we're kind of a drinking club with a brewing problem, but uh, every once in a while we, we have our meetings every Tuesday, and every once in a while we have what we call '80s night. And, okay, and you have to bring two '40s. And that's our '80s night, and because we figure you got to know what bad malted beverages are to really understand what good ones are. Dude, I know what
2: bad malted beverages are, <laughs> thanks to you. Let me tell you, uh, that was uh, you I sw- didn't have to
0: drink a- them. If gun. you
2: finish the evening rolling eighty deep, you are on full time uh, well, Let me just let me just say, <laughs> I finished the evening burping, and I finished the next evening burping, and the evening after that, and it was not pleasant. Let me just tell you. Delicious notes of carpet mold and and, <laughs> and, and waxy floor cleaner. Uh, it's just oh my goodness. But hey, we do. I, I didn't want people Dude, I, to. I was so
1: proud. I found this store that had every
2: malt liquor well, ever. I, and just say, I was proud of the fact that it was not know, in River Oaks. I, I never want everyone anyone to be able to. You know, I gave a, a, a big review to a very expensive cigar today. Sometimes we have very expensive spirits and 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 expensive bombers of craft beer that we do but I don't want people to ever accuse us of being snooty so we'll do a malt liquor blind taste test. Do you remember what one? Right. i that's a dubious.
1: Uh, question, I, I have no idea. I'd have to go back. Yeah, and to uh, it. Uh, I don't even But the bottom what I line is let's go back to the very beginning. Again. Let's go back to the very beginning of this conversation. So, what we're saying is, I gave you many, many bottles.
2: No, that's not what we're saying at
1: all. I gave you many, many bottles of beer in trade for a half of a sprite bottle of whiskey.
2: Yeah, that's what we're saying. That's what, That's what really boils. That's what it really boils <laughs> down to. <laughs> and if you believe that, I have some uh uh Hey man. Uh, these beers are fantastic. Yeah. What a fun <laughs> show today. Yeah, and yes, I really can't believe fun. how
1: well that stout Goes, oh, uh, man.
2: Forms like Voltron, no, as you I, like I, to say. I double I'm
1: i going in a little bit more. Right, we
2: well, have to. Ian is like that. I want to say thank you, by the way, to uh, Adam, our producer on the Wheels of Steel, uh, for uh, making the show happen. Uh, we will be off next week. It's Thanksgiving next Thursday, so we'll take the week off. Uh, but we'll be back the week after. Uh, Adam Harris from Beam Centauri will be joining us, and we'll be talking spirits with him. Uh, Tom, I just have to say thank you for uh, for this has been a very fun show, and and the beers have been great. And the whiskey was wonderful, but uh, it's fun having you in the studio, too. Man,
0: twice in one year is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic.
1: Let's, uh, let's keep this trend going. L- l- let's
0: do this regularly. I, it's
1: my goal now to get on one of these cans. Yeah. And show up
2: to
0: the well, secret yeah, I, think mo- I think Mullet Juice ha- has it all for you guys.
1: Mullet Juice. <laughs> mullet Juice. <laughs> You're ha-
2: it's happening, Ian. It's happening. I can't wait. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for uh, enjoying smoking and toasting. Happy uh, Thanksgiving. And we'll uh, see you after the holiday break. <laughs> Cheers, y'all. Cheers, y'all. Yeah
1: i mean it's got to have little